try this again. Check, check, check. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, that means you're tuned in to chapter 109 of the Introverted Intuition Podcast. Being, if you're, yeah, if you happen to be a new listener and you're not familiar with this voice, that means you are a little late in the game, but <laughs> you've finally caught on to one of the greatest podcasts in the world. This is Introverted <laughs> Intuition. My name is Jeff, aka the Petty Podcaster, aka the Ambitious Introvert, aka the Lieutenant. Of the Libras, not the leader. Thank you. Being that we have another Libra in the room, I had to switch my title. Uh, also, if you're a new listener, you may not be familiar uh, with my co-host. I have three, but two are here currently. We have one who is from Haiti, but has never been to Haiti. Uh, he has very expensive chains on. Oh, my God. The one next to him, uh, she walks really fast and usually has I good weed on her. I wish you would stop even putting that as part of the intro because you, what relevance it has, I have no idea. You just walk really fast. And for the people who may want to like try to get your it attention. sounds like you're hating, though. That's what I'm trying no, to No, I'm just really at. upset how fast you walk after the podcast, especially when we're so high. Like, not I, hating. I just want to like <laughs> chill. I want the slow walk. You know what I mean? But Where you, you walk, trying to slow walk to, Jeff? Home. I don't you know. live in Jersey. I'm like, not, but it's not a rush. New Yorkers like to walk, and you know we have purpose, and introduce we're getting to where we're going. Introduce yourself to the new listeners. In the New York minute. <laughs> <laughs> introduce introduce yourselves to the new listeners. Hello, guys. It's Coco Riley, aka Coco. What do they call me now? <laughs> what did your girlfriend call me? Coco Bear. Oh, Coco Bear. Aka. What, what else did you give me? Coco Puff. And yeah, um, we're yes. still Coco filling Bean. out those those nicknames. I don't know how I you have the worst nicknames at everyone. That's me. No, no, <laughs> you really do. No, I think you're just saying that because you know you're just trying to say something. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true too. Exactly. Introduce yourself to the listeners. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, what's good, everybody? It's your man Cr, aka Conscious Rap, representing mm-hmm. Jump Out the Frame. What's good? We have two returning guests who I adore very much. Who I'm very huge fans of. Um, like I said to them, and I'm gonna say again, I really thought. They were going to send an invoice after the confirmation that they were coming because they're so popping. One selling shoes, one who one continuously sell uh, takes dope photos, um, but they are here for free. That's nice, Thank and you. I'm very happy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. The third time around, they may charge us if they come back again. But uh, <laughs> please uh, reintroduce up, introduce yourself to our returning listeners and introduce yourself to our newer listeners, please. I'm Colin. I'm Liz's assistant. <laughs> no, no, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, Colin, uh, New Yorker, Long Islander, Brooklynite. Now uh, I take photos as a hobby. And that's meshed well with what Liz has going on. I've been able to help her with some in recent endeavors. And yeah, yeah that's kind of me. I'm just a human. <laughs> <laughs> just a human. And I'm Liz. Um, I'm a full-time social worker. And I work as a foster care therapist um, for kids from 3 to 21, technically, in foster care. But I primarily work with teenagers. And yeah, um, I also am a big mental health advocate on the gram. Right. And just had a shoe with Nike. It was a mental health awareness sneaker. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of big. Crazy because last Very time I was big. here, yeah, one of the questions deal. was if you could design a sneaker, what would it be? I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And now, yeah. You fucking and you did it. it. <laughs> Came into fruition. By the way, that event was one of the best days I think I've had the entire year. Like, Whoa. it was really fun. Like, it was, it so was many, fun. It was like, fun as hell. First of all, we made the night, well, the day perfect. We got a spot right out front. So we not have to like stress about literally parking. my parking <laughs> spot. That's funny because in my <laughs> day, <laughs> in my day when we would go out, if you got a parking spot pretty quick, it meant that your night was not going to go well. Mm. So you know, 
Well, that was luck was in your favor. Though. I got oh, yeah. super hammered. I danced. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I think by the time you guys got there, oh, I was yeah. just like, ah! yo, <laughs> yo. When you were like, hey, I got, got kind of scared. I was like, yo, is she? She, you were pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she was happy. Like we met one time before this, but you're really excited. No, it was just like a whole process. Like I planned that thing for like a month. I only had maybe a month to plan it, and wow. it was just stressful as hell. And it finally happened, and it went well. And I was like. So we were there setting up early, and I just we drank. I get it. Yeah. Wait, if Didn't I were celebratory, like when you were last here, you were you had think you had a meeting coming up about designing the shoe. Yeah, that was like February. You came. Oh no, I didn't even find out about the shoe till May. Yeah. May? Oh yeah. shit. So tell like, a story about how you like. Did you tell that story yet? No. Yeah. About like how you found out about the shoe. Yeah, yeah I no. Because she that was yeah. wild. Mm. That was yeah. So no, I it was um. So Cultivator is like a creative agency that is subcontracted with Nike. So it's a very very small division under Nike Nike in Portland. And um, they in like April had put out something on social media like, hey, we're looking for New York based creators um to apply for our upcoming seeker drop. And I had some friends in the past that have d- designed shoes with Cultivator in those drops. So mm. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to apply. I applied, and then couple months went by and i started seeing on instagram like a couple people saying like oh i didn't get accepted maybe next year whatever mm-hmm. and i never got an email either way mm-hmm. so i was like okay maybe i should dm them and see what's up so i messaged them i was like hey guys like just want to know if i got it got in or not they're like what's your email so I was like i told them and they're like oh you actually spelled it wrong on the form mm-hmm. i'm so guilty of that i've done that before <laughs> so i ended up like <laughs> giving them the correct email and mm. then they sent me all the stuff and it was like two days already after it had started and people had already been designing the shoe their shoes because there's 28 of us total in the drop and um yeah it was like scurrying it was wow. just good on you for dming but I was like, them I honestly right. like almost didn't do it yeah i almost didn't do it wow i almost was kind of like screw it i probably didn't get it so i was actually thinking about <laughs> doing the same mm-hmm. thing reaching out to them so is it as simple as you just telling them like about yourself and then what you do mm-hmm. and that's they decide from there yeah so like on their app like they're on their instagram they have a website and they'll post like you know we're looking for creators so they just actually have a drop coming out now right after our shoes dropped they put an application out for the next drop so this drop is i think is dropping november 1st i have a couple of friends that are doing this drop that have reached out to me about like some insight on how to navigate the process because it's it's a very short process it's only about a month long you have to do the the, you have a week pretty much to do the design and then you have Mm. like you wait three weeks the shoe comes to you and then you have maybe a week to do all the marketing yourself like there's no budget everything comes out of my like our own pocket what yeah so like all that the launch party everything was like that puts the pressure on to make sure everything goes well yeah Yeah. You know, I was wow. curious about the pressure when you got accepted. Was there, of course, there was excitement, but was there any fear coming within that? Oh, my God, yeah. I was terrified, not of, like, having a cool shoe or anything, but more of, like, I already knew what I wanted to do. It was just a matter of if people were going to be receptive to it, mm. especially in sneakers. I feel like it's a sensitive topic, mental health. It's not talked about a lot, so... Putting a shoe out, a mental health awareness shoe in the sneaker community, I was like, mm. people are either going to love this or they're going to shit on it. So mm. yeah. it was true. cool that people were really into Receptive, it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Was that That's the only good. only design you had in mind? <laughs> yeah. What was the design yeah, process I mean, like? It took like. You said it was only a week. Yeah. So yeah, how did that go it down? Took, it was minutes. really like a night. It was you know <laughs> Nike by you used to be Nike ID. So mm-hmm. basically, it was you go on there and it was like Nike ID on steroids. So you got to pretty much 
pick a colorway, pick a, the swoosh, pick the, the tongue logo, the stitching, the eyelets, like a little bit more than you normally would. And um, yeah, I really wish they had a Kelly green, but like the colors that we were given, we were very limited. Um, mm. So I did what I could with it, but I'm happy with how it turned out. So. Yeah. What was going through your mind, Colin, when she got accepted? Where you were like, oh, no. shit, she's going to come to me stressing about this shit? Like, No. I mean, or... it was kind of like, of course. Right? It's, it's pretty positive, she got yeah. accepted. Yeah. I'm like, no, sh- like, good. Like, you should have gotten accepted. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. But then, like, I knew, like, whenever she gets, like, a project from a brand or whatever, I knew, I, I know, like, the question is coming, like, we got to pop outside before work and we got to hit some photos quick. Mm-hmm. So I knew that was coming on, like, a larger scale. Mm-hmm. But I was happy to help, of course. Yeah. And like, I don't know, selfishly, like, it's good for me, too. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. True. Because um, you're a photographer, so if you're taking the pictures, it's going to help. Yeah. It's like cross promotion. Exactly. And it was like more than like taking like a photo against the wall. Yeah. You know, whatever. It was more of a, a story behind the shoe and the, I guess, yeah. the, the direction of it. There was a whole mission so behind the yeah, man. It was yeah. fun. It was like fun to work with Liz on this one. I think it's dope because like there's a meaning, there's a purpose behind it. It's not just the selfishness, selfishness of you trying to sell the shoe and make money, right. which I'm sure you got. Um, no, I, I didn't get any. I'm donating all of it. Everything I got, I only got a certain percentage of the sales, mm. and the percentage I got is all going to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I didn't. To get a, a penny. Off that's awesome. yeah, she's that's a good so person. Cool. Like, that yo, is fucking oh, amazing. Yeah. And that I was so like, noble. yo, take half Selfless. of it. But like, no, like the only way to do it is to, to give the whole thing. Because that's what you made it for. Right. And yeah. you stay true to that. Right. I respect that right. so much. That's yeah. dope. It was cool though, because Kinfolk, who hosted, mm-hmm. um, when I had found out about this, I immediately called um, Ish, who, who designed the Coral Reef Studio 95s from the year before, which actually were, was a cultivator drop, blew up pretty big. LeBron was like wearing them. And I was like, yo, like, you know, how was the process for you? Like, do you have any tips for me? So he helped me out with some stuff. He's like, you know, I threw a launch party. That was really helpful. So I was like, hmm, that's a good idea. Like, I want to throw a launch event, but, like, I don't have a budget, like, to Mm -hmm. do this. So I ended up hitting a couple people. And one of them was like, yeah, let me connect you with the programmer at Kinfolk. His name's Sam. He was amazing. He was like, yeah, I'm really down for the cause. So he ended up giving us the space for free and then ended up donating 20% of the bar sales as well. So like that and then all the proceeds from the the launch events, all the sales on the T-shirts, the socks, the mental health journals we had. Um, and then we also had like just donation boxes sitting around and all that is also being donated. Plus the event, the Eventbrite link, we had, um, an option for people to make donations on there as well. So all that money is going to. A lot of people did too, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I had to. I had to. Yeah. Yeah. Those bar sales definitely, they got a lot of my money because that's <laughs> like, I was at that bar. I remember that. Yo, you were going back. What did you all right, chill out. Don't, all right, don't put sauce on it. No, chill out. Don't, I, forgot, I forgot what he was drinking. It was something delicious. You had the same drink as me, though. Like, that's how I know punch. it was delicious. It had like a special punch. <laughs> yeah, it, it was that's so what it was. was really you couldn't good. even taste it. It, like, it was good. When I got home, though, shit. Woke, woke up on the fucking floor the next morning. Nah. I'm dead ass, like, <laughs> no, like yeah. dead ass. Yeah. Dead ass. I was hammering. I was high too. Like, That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was amazing. And like, I really want to know, like, was that obviously that was a goal of yours? Like, that was like a bucket list thing. Like, do you want to continue doing this, or are you like past the idea of continuing to make shoes? No, I would love to do it on a bigger scale. I think Cultivator is like a really small scale, and like this shoe took off way more than any Cultivator sneaker has ever really took off, and like. It was just something that wasn't 
even I didn't even expect it to happen. Like I really was just like, oh, it's gonna be cool. People, you know, it'd be cool if I sold fifty pairs. Ended up there was only five hundred pairs sold, and um, yeah, I was the first one to sell out in under like forty eight hours. It was supposed to be on sale for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So um, I must yeah, wish I got a pair. It was sick. I I know I wanted to get more, and I was actually mm-hmm. waiting till the end of the week to get paid, and they were gone before I got wow. paid. So I got wow. paid later that week, and it was too. It was already sold out. Mm-hmm. I was so tight. Yeah. All the fun. I was gonna buy like a smaller size just to fucking have it because it was. Yeah. It's such like a dope thing to have to see someone have an idea and to have it manifest in such a natural way, yeah. and to have genuine support. People was like selling it out. Like, I imagine there was a lot of tears. Right? Was there any tears of joy? Yeah, I mean. I actually don't know if I cried. Like, really, I was just, like, still taking it all in, I think. Yeah. Now? To this day? Yeah. 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 It's she crazy. Like, like, some people reached out to me, like, I don't know. It was just really cool to see, like, this the scale of people from people who had personal experience with mental health that had DM'd me and were like, hey, you know, I'm a parent and my, my son or my daughter had committed suicide and these shoes mean a lot to me. So, like, mm. that level... But also then it was, like, people, like, high caliber. Like, Jeff Staple bought a pair. And I was, like, holy shit. Like, someone in streetwear that, like, I've looked up to forever is, like, buying my shoes when he can easily get seated. Like, he's, yeah. it's just – it was so cool to see, like, this, uh, the spectrum of it um, and the impact it had on people. And I think for me it was more of just, like, I was nervous going into it. Like, were people going to be receptive of it? Mm-hmm. People were receptive. But what I learned was that people – respect mental health and care about it we just need to figure out how how to have those conversations right. like we you know i do think there's now it. more people i was always jaded about the whole mental health topic because i mean i do have a podcast dedicated <laughs> so i do feel like it kind of became a trendy thing for mm-hmm. a brief moment yeah but to see people like who support your shoe and like who support the show even like people who do genuinely, take it very genuinely yeah. care like, about yeah. the genuinely cause and fuck. like yeah. want yeah. to you know yeah. support it yeah. in any way they can because yeah. those conversations are awkward to have you know like how do you up someone to be like hey like how are you? Most mm-hmm. of the time they're like, "Oh, I'm good." Like, "Are you really good?" Mm. I haven't seen you been I haven't seen you out. I haven't seen you been doing this, 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 whatever. Like to be able to recognize those signs and really like facilitate those conversations. Like most people are going to be like, "Oh, so it's okay. Like I'm all I'm good. Everything's fine." Yeah. But like deep down, are you really good? Yeah. I've actually have been making a conscious effort to try to start the podcast asking how everyone is. I mean, I got. I you didn't got ask today. I know I got nervous in the beginning. Shit. So can I ask now? Like, like literally, you got like, nervous for outside what? of like the com- I get nervous all the time. Okay, uh-huh. I overthink. Okay, sorry, can't stop. But like outside of like this present moment, we're all like drinking, we're all having fun, how we're doing podcasts. But like, how is everyone's mental health currently? Like outside of this space, like is every- whoever wants to start can start. I could start even. Um, Let's to, start with to, you, Hefe. All right, so a little bit more context to, for you guys. Like last uh, last week, we, we recorded, and I had like a full mental breakdown. Like I literally cried, um, and uh, it has to do with me feeling. I feel like I've just treated people really bad just throughout the entirety of my life, and I'm just like looking at it through a lens of like someone on the outside looking in, like, um, like so. Like I'm I'm outside of my body watching me treat other people, and it hasn't been correct it hasn't been appropriate and i've been analyzing our relationship with my family and stuff like that and it has it's always been distant but it's been through because of me and i've been trying to make a conscious effort to be more present be more aware because you know this shit isn't guaranteed like i could mm-hmm. walk out this bitch tonight get hit by a car get by a train, god forbid and um yeah knock on whatever this is and um <laughs> yeah and i i'm just been trying to be more present and be more uh 
in my family's lives and just take care of myself more. I'm getting into therapy again. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to CR, I'm using his, his, his therapist. Um, but in this space currently, I've been practicing meditation thanks to Coco. And, Finally. Um, yeah. It's, I'm um, so about happy now. I have, I have a few notes I'll get into later. so happy. That I, things I've learned through meditation uh, this past week. But uh, in this space currently right now, I'm good. I'm very happy because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I, I'm, like, I'm inspired by you two uh, in particular. And, um, and these two as well. And I'm just ha- I'm, I'm good right now. Thank you. That's so, cool. How was uh, everyone else doing? Cool. CR, you want to go? Yeah. Um, I had a very interesting week mm. this week, uh, mental health-wise. Um, earlier in the week, it was high anxiety. Um, I just came to a realization when it came to, like, my relationship right now. And, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, been a lot of ups and downs because we have a long-distance relationship. And um, I'm the type of person who needs a certain level of interaction with my partner in mm-hmm. order to stay there mentally. You know what I'm saying? And I have certain emotional needs that come with the trauma that I've been through in my childhood. And I can't help that. So, you know, certain realizations this week have helped me live in my truth and understanding where I stand in my relationship. Because we've been trying to figure things out, why there's a miscommunication emotionally um, and the emotional compatibility isn't there. And there was a high anxiety about that in the beginning of this week for me because I was just like, I mean, like, yo, I'm at a point and I'm about to be mad, transparent and open. I don't care. That's just how I am on this always, show. You always have been. So we expect nothing. less. It, yeah. So like within my relationship, I thought I was in love with somebody and I genuinely thought I was in love. Right. And the reason that I felt like something was off is because I wanted to have sex with other people. And I'm like, all right, so is this because I'm a guy and I just have a high sex drive? Or is it because I might not really be in love? And that was the hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. And that, and I realized how much I was attributing the distance. I was attributing the difference in schedules. And it was like, no, the truth is you love this person, but you're not in love with this person because the emotional compatibility is just not there. The passion that I need, the compassion that I need, the level of psychological comfort that I need is not being received. And how could the relationship continue? So I'm in a healing process this week. And I went to therapy before this episode today, like mm-hmm. earlier today. And therapy Thursday. Yeah. Um, therapy Thursdays. I like mm-hmm. that. Right. that yeah, because shirt. you come you come here afterwards. <laughs> so it continues. Do I do right? that on purpose. So. I always make my sessions on Thursdays because I know I'm coming to the podcast. I talk about my session. I'm really open about it. I needed to go through that. So that's just where I am. But, you know, on the other side of it, it's a lot more um, easy to breathe. Because I'm able to know what my truth is and how I truly feel. And that kind of lifts a lot of the anxiety, you know? I mean, I'm not out of the tunnel yet because we have to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And after being together for three years, it's going to be a really, like, intense conversation. Mm -hmm. But in all in all, I think she's going to understand where I'm coming from. Let's hope so. This fucking guy. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't know. It just felt so sarcastic the way you said that. It always sounds that way. It always sounds that way. He's a no, petty podcast. No, don't do that. Exactly. I felt we had a heartfelt moment. We had eye contact with everybody in here. We had a heartfelt moment on the train. I heard all this before. I heard this before. That's why. Yeah, but now, yeah. But I mean, come on. Come on. Your title should change to the Petty Libra. Petty Libra. Are Libras petty? Are we petty? No, dude. We're the best. What are we talking about? Colin, what does what what? Tell me. 
I don't Other, like to fight. Tell me something about the Libra. Mm. I don't Libra. like to fight. I don't. I don't fight. I'm not fighting. No fights. Yes. We no talk it no out. Arguing, no conflict. No, no, Peace. Balance. Okay, no, yes. Rather arguing. No. Um, happy belated, by the way. Thank you. And happy. <laughs> My birthday's next week. Yeah. What do you call that? Early. Happy early. Sure. We, I always say happy almost. <laughs> it's literally a week from today. So. There you go. Uh, Coco, how are how are you? How are your how's your mental health? Um, it's it's uh, pretty good. I've been uh, working on my anxiety more as far as um, when I feel it uh, coming up, not interacting with it in the same way, not allowing myself to kind of fall into those feelings, but acknowledge it and kind of just, yeah, I don't I don't need to be anxious right now. Mm-hmm. It hasn't always worked, but um, um, it, it's it's I'm trying. <laughs> I came to that same realization. I'm going to get into that in a second. Uh, collectively and individually as a couple and individually when you guys aren't together. How are you guys? How's your mental health? How are you How are you guys doing? His face was hilarious. They're looking at each other like, <laughs> the how are we that, doing? That was hilarious. <laughs> that, that, y'all have a, some good chemistry. <laughs> We're busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, busy. Busy. Busy bees. Busy. Is that good or bad, do you think? I don't know. Mm. Good and then it becomes, I don't know, man. I just wish we had like nine days in a week. It's mm. like seven days to work mm-hmm. hard, then two days to just chill, mm-hmm. because like we need like all, like we don't have enough time to do the things we want to do. What do you need right now? Mm-hmm. What do you need right now? So something like this. Like this is mm. nice. This is this is good. This doesn't just feel like excuses. This doesn't feel together? like work. It's mm. like yeah, that too. Do you guys? Dude, have, it's like we, we live together. No, I know, but like, <laughs> but like the amount, like ever since like I started like pushing photo, Liz started pushing her, you know her path mm. it's all good mm. but like when you be productive that way you lose time with yourself you mm. don't like watch stupid movies and stupid shows on the couch yeah mm. yeah and that's huge yeah like you need that you do and like but that's i so but this is all it's everything's paying off but it's kind of like what's the value in that compared to time together mm. in the long term no success without it's sacrifice tough, man. Mm. yeah but <laughs> hmm. You do live together. You sleep together every night. Like yeah. you still have that time before yeah, the yeah, night yeah. is over. Exactly. But you want more, I guess. He wants the quality time, exactly. not just time together. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a difference between spending time together yeah. and then being in the same room together. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there are times like I'm editing photos out in the living room, mm-hmm. and then Liz is like, "I'm going to sleep. Peace out." Mm-hmm. There are times where like I'm tired and she's at an event. Mm-hmm. So like we miss each other. I don't know. I get it. But it's, it's all life. good. Yeah. It's all good. It seems good. Yeah. I feel like you guys probably communicate well, and I think that's what compensates. Libras communicate very well. Thank you. Are we right? <laughs> no, no, I do. She just Bro. doesn't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. What? That was funny. They don't get it. Don't get it. Why don't they understand I us? I don't know. We're so direct and I... so clear with what we say and how we feel. Yeah. That was funny. Maybe I'm fully embracing my Libra side because my birthday's next week, but I just feel I feel everything you're saying right no, now. No, I bust my ass for her well-being, I think. Mm. Yeah. Someone's getting salty over <laughs> <laughs> What's your perception no, on how yes, Colin no, is? Colin is very supportive. He does a lot for me. I do require a lot from him as far as creative wise. Like even with my shoe, like he drew, he did all of those recreated ads for me. That took a lot of time. Um, they were dope too. And he 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 does mm-hmm. he he holds it down a lot for me, and he deals with a lot of me like freaking out and being sh- overly stressed. Like, but it's good though. I get it. That's yeah. fine. Like I, I I get it. I get why she freaks. I get it. Yeah. What's your sign but again, Liz? Gemini. Gem- yeah. Gemini. Mm. I don't know much yeah. about this. I heard they're crazy. Like the yeah. two sides and all that. 
Both my parents <laughs> You've probably heard that of every song. Uh, she's good. Uh, Coco. She's good. She's a perfectionist. I'm very much a perfectionist. Yeah. And that leads to success. So uh, was it like down to the wire with the shoe design? Like last minute, like five no, minutes no, left? This no, shoe? no, that was good. It's I had a like, blast with that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I would have kept going. Really? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. It was fun. No, that wasn't that bad. It just like now, like even this week, like I just have a lot on my plate of like just things to get done and um, deadlines to meet. And it's hard because I'm at work nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, and like – a lot of it is like Instagram related where it's like you have this photo and just send it in and have it approved or tweak this, tweak that, you know, send these interview questions in and stuff like I'm working full time. I'm exhausted. I come home and like then I have to either do this. Sweetie, you need an intern. I have – I now have someone. I have a, I have a friend who recently started um, managing. So she's mm-hmm. – yeah, All right. So we're getting there. Yeah. Take a little bit of the load off. Yeah. You can delegate a little bit, right? No, it's, yeah. it's been it's been great, but it's just – But if, as a perfectionist, you're still like, oh, no, yeah. everything is still in my hands. She's just going to yeah, yeah. assist. <laughs> and it's, it's a lot at times. I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love it. I'm very thankful. I'm very grateful. And I love, like, being able to incorporate all of my passions really into one. And, like, mm-hmm. I – you know, have this lane that, like, I feel very comfortable in because I'm able to talk about mental health and also incorporate sneakers and streetwear and all my interests in one. And I think that's great. But at at times it gets, like, it gets gets to be a lot. And there's times where, like, last night I was supposed to go to an event and I had things I had to get done today. And, like, I just looked at call and I got home and I'm like, I have so much to do. I can't go to this event. Like, I have to focus on this. And I I stayed home. Mm -hmm. So it's just mostly working on, like, boundaries for me, really, Mm -hmm. and, like, priorities and good time management which mm-hmm. yeah so and because of that and the stress of all that mm-hmm. he has to deal with it so that's cool like you figured it like it's like she started like she she knew she liked style and whatnot so she started like the influencer thing you started like vintage style remember that yeah i mean it was like sneakers but like right but- it was still sneakers but like more of like a hipstery you were like style. finding your style. You're finding like your yeah. path, and then like eventually it clicked, and now it's like very. It's like it's locked in, and like now mm-hmm. she's like yeah. zoom. Like she knows what's up. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like, and there and there were times where like it was hard, and like she wanted to like give up doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, she kept going. Like it was stressful as hell, but she's good, and now she now she's good. I, I think you're good. I think yeah. you both are good. Actually. Everybody's good. Everybody's, Everybody's real good. good. Yeah. Hi, Lainey. Young Banana Lainey. Pudding is in the building. Rainy Lainey. Yeah. What's good? Hi. I don't want any beef today. I want all love. <laughs> I'm happy you're here. You will never not thinking about beef. you to have beef with you. Okay? <laughs> oh, Ooh. Oh, spicy. See, that's what's going to start the beef. That comment what, what right What just happened? I don't know. Oh. You pressed something over there, Jeff. No, I didn't. What did you do? I is everything off? Something cut off. Yeah, everything's off. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, hey, we're back hey. on. We're back on. We're hey on. Oh, wow. I don't know what just happened. That was very scary. Just a little pause. It wasn't scary. Um, <laughs> who designed the logo, by the way? I did. You did? Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. I, think, <laughs> I actually, at first, I really didn't like it. Why? Because uh, the vision I had in mind and the person who, like, the person I was collaborating with didn't mm-hmm. really do it exactly. Like, this part, like, this background part. Yeah. And the mic is, like, looks kind of weird. It looks like, like a dick. Um, <laughs> well, now that you say that, I'll never be able to unsee it. <laughs> like, it uh, I don't know. I, I like I like it now, but like at first, I didn't really like it because, like you know, the third eyes, like the intuition, the consciousness, like, and then 
Yeah, thank you though. You're actually the first person I think to compliment the. the yeah, logo. that's a fact. Nobody ever says anything about. Oh yeah, I've always no, liked I'm, it, but I've honestly, never liked 109 it. episodes. Like, yeah, that's nobody's disgusting. ever said Shame anything. Shame on everybody else. <laughs> Damn, wow. do people not fuck with this? Maybe they don't. I mean, it's cool. They're so fake. Why the fuck they come then? Goddamn. Y'all fake. Oh, you know what I really want to talk about? Take, take the wine away from him, please. Uh, so my main goal with this episode... Don't take the wine from me. Don't do that. I heard that. He's got another bottle. You were meant to hear it. Um, I, said it in the mic. I said it out loud. The, the main goal I wanted to go into this episode was to dissolve the weight that depression has. Like the, I feel like control is like a really important word I think people should focus on. In terms of like... Have you, has anyone seen the show Mr. Robot? No, uh, no, but I, I kind of, I saw like five minutes of the new season the other night. But cool, that's it. Five I've never minutes. Saw it. Good. She Start saw like the, she saw like the intro song or whatever. <laughs> Start from the beginning. It's a really good show. So there's one line in season two that really stuck with me. It's control is an illusion, and I think that's um, that goes hand in hand with like our minds and our depression, right? So like depression and acknowledging the negative thoughts and just the stress that we go through i feel like that's a choice that is a choice right mm-hmm. like we're literally choosing we're getting, getting to that crossroad in our minds and we're literally choosing to acknowledge that whatever whatever that is it may not even be considered dark um but we are fully in control and it, i reference mr robert because he said control is illusion it's not really real but i do think we are fully in control of our minds and uh how we deal with things all the time mm-hmm. whether we accept that or not and um during those moments, like where you guys like go through like uh, like the stresses, like you're dealing with your stress and you put it on him, and it may put you stressed too. Like, are you able to like dial back and be like, okay, wait, this isn't what's in my mind isn't really real. This, but it can turn real and affect our relationship. Are you able to like flip that switch ever? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of nuts that like I full time I practice CBT therapy, and that's all about reframing those negative thinking patterns, right? So like. You are in control of your thoughts and you're able to go back and you reframe how you think about things to affect. So this with CBT, it's essentially this triangle. And it, it explains how like when you have an event or an experience in your life, you can't control the experience. Like someone can walk in this door right now. It could be your best friend. Or it could be your worst nightmare. You still can't control that. But mm-hmm. whoever it may be, you have that automatic thought about it. Right. So if it's your best friend, you're probably going to be like, hell yeah, my best friend's here. You're going to feel happy. You're probably going to get up and like hug them, whatever. Worst nightmare, you're going to think, oh shit, why is this person here? Mm -hmm. It's going to make you feel probably pissed off. And then you're going to get maybe upset and, you know, sit here with this. So, like, (laughs) what you can control in that scenario, though, is how you think about the situation. Right. So you go back and you reframe that negative thought. The positive one is fine. You don't need to do anything with that. But the, the negative, you have to. Tweak it a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you change that, just even a little bit, it, and it might not be a positive thought, but neutral just is better enough, than negative. Yeah. How, would, how yeah. would you reframe mm-hmm. the thought of seeing your worst enemy? Like, and you know, your heart starts beating yeah. and like you get super nervous yeah. and anxious. Like, how would you reframe it? Like, so for me, I would just be like, you know, I can't control the situation. We're both here. Let's make the best of it, is kind of the thought I would have. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the thought would be like, yeah, they're here, but they're not, it's not about me if they're not mm. here to come at me i just we just might my, my not room. like each yeah. other yeah so it's thinking like that instead of like thinking oh they're here to like fuck piss you me off yeah, or whatever yeah. so that just makes you feel a little bit better right and then your behavior might not be as bad as what it originally was mm. so it's crazy because i practice that full time and i work with kids full time but to do that on myself it's really hard of course mm. yeah. yeah so i try though like colin's really good about like talking to me about things and being like yo calm down take a couple of breaths like chill out 
And um, after some like. Thank you. <laughs> Pound sign Libra. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I learned through meditation, though. Like, I am fully in control of my thoughts. Like, I've, I feel like I've constantly always acknowledged the negativity in my life mm-hmm. over the positive things because I, fe- I always felt like the negativity outweighed the positives. And yeah, I realized this week that I'm literally in control of everything involving mm-hmm. my existence. Mm-hmm. And. If I feel like if everyone who if I feel like if everyone who goes through negative moments or stressful moments can acknowledge that and embrace that, I feel like well depression would go away completely. I mean it would subside a bit, but maybe maybe not go away completely. But Easier would, said than done. Yeah, yeah. and that's part of it is it's it's how our brains work, right? And courage, like you have to have you have to be have courage to acknowledge what the fuck is going on. Yeah, face that does, head on. Yeah. It does take courage to you know live in your truth. And to admit the hard truth, because the truth isn't always easy to digest. Like you just said earlier with your relationship, like yeah. I mean, how hard was you to fucking fully embrace what was going? What's going it on? It was it was so damn hard. I was I realized that in majority of my relationship that I was in denial, and that mm. I was attributing the issues in our relationship to everything else besides the fact that maybe we're just not compatible. Mm. You know Wait, I mean? did I miss something about Sierra's relationship? Yes, you missed, she did. You missed the whole thing. So you already know we've had our ups and downs. So yeah, I broke up. Well, we're going to break up this weekend. This nigga right here. How do you but schedule a breakup? Yeah, I don't but, understand that. But <laughs> because wait, I'm going to talk to her. We're, gonna, wait, we're, gonna, wait, wait, wait. we're going listen, to separate on to Saturday. She doesn't. She, she, doesn't. Doesn't. she, she doesn't. might, she might, she might decide. How do you know that she tells you she doesn't? So you believe that? I know she doesn't. I mean... Even if she does, what is this it, coming this, out? Even if it does, this will come out. This will come out after we have that plan. conversation. I trust me. I did the math. I hope it goes according to plan because if not, I know, right? Yeah, most shit. things don't. But. but no, no, no. Like Lainey, just to catch you up to speed, like you already know that we had. Like I've had my ups and downs in our relationship because I was wasn't sure if I need to be in a polygamous setting or in, if I'm a monogamous. You know what I'm saying? Because I have this. You know, desire to be with more than oh. one person, right? Can you want to hear something funny today? I was taking a shower, and this is going to sound so <laughs> weird, but I was thinking about CR, and I was just like, damn, I wonder if he's still going through that whole balance. Um, what did I say? I, I didn't want to say sex. I, mean, I don't think he's a sex addict, but he has a high, strong sex drive. Right. I wonder if he's still like going through that his relationship. I could you not? That was my thought today. In the, the, sho- in the, in the shower. shower. Like I said, weirdest place shower. to have it. Hey. That's why I do most of my thinking, because I just came off the toilet. So. Wow. It's the second place, right? Come second on, we all do it you know but yeah and ultimately it was and the funny thing is like yes this but the reason for that need to want to be you know sexual with other people it wasn't just the sex it was that emotion and passion that i was looking for that was lacking in my relationship and that's why i'm talking about like even in my goddamn dreams i was having sex but i was deliberately cheating on my girlfriend while having sex in my dreams damn that's a fuck. fucking problem. You know what it's I'm more saying? More than just horny, Jeff. It's yeah, like, I know, but it's not. It's not the horny. It. it was a lack of oh, passion, passion, and that emotional connection wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And because I love her, I thought I was in love with her because she is an is amazing she not, person. Does she lack emotion towards you? She's yes, not. She's not Can an I emotional just say person. that? Um, she's but a she's Virgo. Virgo. affectionate and, though. And, and, no? and, 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 as, as a Virgo yes, speaking, I get true. that a lot because somebody just told me last week. I'm, I talk a lot about being affectionate, and romantic, but it's time to get it done. I'm just like, what? You want to cuddle? And it's very true the to the point that I even did the research on our zodiac signs and I looked at the compatibility and I was just like, it makes so much fucking sense. It reminds me so much the, of Scorpios. The compatibility. Like it was the overall compatibility was thirty percent wait what is what? your zodiac i'm a leo. a leo 
And let me just say to clear the record real quick, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but when it comes to astrology, people always think it's fake and it's this, but I just Scientific. read something. It's not fake. It's a language. Nah. And if you can't understand it, you just can't understand it. Say that. But it's very much real. So very people real. do say that sometimes they're not compatible with other signs because that is the truth. <laughs> because a lot of times you're... The yin and yang in your sign, because you are dualities within yourself, they may not match and mesh well with the other yin and yang, the other person, especially if nobody's growing. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're stagnant, yeah. Can I ask you a question, though? If that's true, if like it's all as real as, it, as we want to believe or what you, what you say it is, like, why is it that nothing, like, when you go on, especially on Google, why is everything kind of different? It's still kind of similar. They say similar differences. It's like, but like religion in the Bible. Every, it's all different, but it all has the same message, right? The core value. So you have yeah. to do your own research. Like take what take what resonates with you and dismiss what insults your soul. Because if it insults your soul, that means it does not need to be within you. It doesn't apply yeah. to mm-hmm. you. It doesn't apply to you. And I feel like know? across the board, whenever I've done research on zodiac signs, there's always that core like characteristic of that sign that's consistent no matter which website mm-hmm. I go to. Yeah. Like a Leo's a Leo. Like and Aries you meet is other Aries, Leos like, and you'd be like, oh my God. Yes. Like even when talking with some people, sometimes you're like, oh, that, that person must yes. be a, a so-and-so. And I'd be so correct when I meet certain well, people. Well, you're empathic, remember, oh, so yeah. you... He's like, oh like yeah, I forgot. I feel like zodiac signs and astrology <laughs> and shit kind of set expectations that people will never be able to But like, this achieve. is the thing also because your sun sign is your sun sign. You have like 12 other planets to... to yeah. That contradicts yeah. that sun sign. So your sun sign, your moon sign, your Venus sign, all that talks about who you are differently. Yeah. Now, if you used to do the research on each part of that sign and who you are, you would sit back and be like, wow, damn, mm-hmm. something to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm an Aquarius rising in my Capricorn. My moon is in Capricorn. Oh, wow. Mm. How do you know what this means? That's cool. <laughs> you, how do I find that? Good, Gemini, sun sign. In a, that is, I would, this, girl, I could kill oh. you. I could not hate you. I swear to Jesus, I would like, go, I would, because I'm a just Virgo. Just go to Barnes and Noble. I'm a Virgo um, sun, Taurus rising, um, mm. Aquarius moon. But I would literally go crazy with you. Like I see you right now, just going jumping from one. The machine, how she just, just all day, like they, she can't sit still in a sense. Like wow. your mind is always. Yeah, he always has wow. me. You can't relax. Like yeah, you can't relax. My version of relaxing is like cleaning or like yeah, doing something sit productive. Down. Like, Meanwhile, Colin's like, I just want to watch Netflix. Like, yeah. can we just watch Stranger Things, please? Like, can I like hire you to like just <laughs> sit in like our apartment and like just commentate <laughs> on what's going on? Like, wow, like what she said. What you said? I was like, oh, set a sports center. It's relationship wow. center. That's crazy. This is this is random, but I have the same birthday as Eminem, and I feel like we're nothing alike. <laughs> And that's why that's why I look at so the zodiac shit like kind of weirdly. But that's nature and nurture. Like remember, right. so you don't the see yourself in a relationship with Eminem. Environments are different. No, I, I don't. Just don't. I, I've never. Okay, but I guess you can be angry like Eminem. Uh-uh. But also, it matters about the time wait, 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 we were wait, wait, born. Wait, wait, wait. Eminem opinion. What are you gonna say about Eminem? Mm. You don't you're, like you're Eminem? Fan? Uh, Eminem. Eminem is not in my top ten yeah. or top twenty. That's all I'll say. I love top twenty. Not even. I love top him. He'll be top fifty. He's not top ten. Top 20. I'll put him in top thirty, maybe. Oh. What are we my talking thing about? Em- you're right. I'm talking oh. about content. I'm talking about growth. I'm talking about oh. like he hasn't matured at all in hip hop. This is not this discussion. Mm, I, this is not the right podcast for this. Oh, but that's fair. Okay. I feel like his content <laughs> is just. I can go on forever. I don't like you, Eminem. Oh my I would never say I don't like him, but I, don't I, like I will him. give you that point when you say his content has not evolved in hip hop. Mm. But no, I, mm. but what is he really known for? The fast rapping, the crazy talk. But what else is? What else can he do? What is he? He's not saying I anything think impactful. He's known for just. Yeah. Being yeah. He's, known for being, he's known for being like, lyrical. He's known for being the most popular I white rapper. I agree with you. 
Yeah. The most impactful he's, song that I know from Eminem. The most popular white rapper. Eight, I don't think the eight so. Mile he's song. not the most yeah. popular white rapper. Marky Mark. Yes, yeah, the lose yourself. Fam, I don't want to know. For those that don't know, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch was Mark Wahlberg. What about We know Wahlburgers. We know Transformers. What about Vanilla Ice? Thank you. I'm just like I can't like the most famous white rapper. Don't get me started, please. Just don't do this. Ice Ice Baby before you say an Eminem song. Eminem's not my favorite white rapper. Damn, that's, that's what I'll say, fact. too. I also feel like um, Vanilla Ice was like almost a one-hit wonder. That too. He was. Well, he fact. was for a long he time. Was. He'll tell you that. He'll probably he tell you that. Maybe. He was. But, but... If you're listening, Vanilla Ice, come on the podcast. Hit. But I think Eminem did pave a way for people. Is he? Let's hope so serious. He was so serious. That's but I do think Eminem paved the way for people to be emotional and display that they're not okay all the time and it's all right. I feel like Hov has had like emotional shit, but it's been masked with like the hood shit. But that's how black men I've, show emotions. I have beef mm-hmm. with him. Hov? Yeah. No, not really. He might be listening. You sure you want to go to this? Go Jay-Z? To if you're listening I to this. Hear it. <laughs> no, it was, it was just like, I went to Made in America whenever, Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And we were like in the cl- in the crowd, and Meg the Stallion was about to reform. I get really cla- claustrophobic in crowds, so like, I was with my friend. We were like, I was like, okay, I gotta get out of here. Like, it's too crowded. So we're leaving, and next thing I know, there's all these security guards on bikes that like form this like barricade. They're like, you can't go anywhere. So I'm like stuck in this crowd, freaking out. I'm like, I just need to get out of here. I'm like, pe- like claustrophobic. I gotta get out of this crowd. They're like, nope, sorry. And they're standing there with bikes for like. 40 minutes goes by, and they're just clearing this thing. Next thing you know, this, like, huge SUV drives in, sitting there for another 10 minutes. Jay-Z walks out, gets in the SUV, and drives out. I'm like, this? All of this? For this? And I was like, come on. Like, I, just, I just want to thank you for ruining our potential business with Tidal and Jay-Z. Um, I oh. It's like, no. You can take a joke. Yeah. But that's funny. Like, that is funny as hell. I have, like, a whole video of it. I was like, well, I'm going to stand here, right? I was like, video, Jay-Z getting into this. Well, UConn right now or whatever it was. Forty yes. minutes. Hmm. I wonder what he was doing in that time to like. There's like nothing. Oh, was probably yeah. shaking hella hands, smoking, Tent chilling, like, talking. Let me call my car now and I'll let it wait. To not. When I get there, I get 40 there. It was like minutes. in the middle of the festival too. Like, how do you even get a like? How to get in SUV there? In the festival. <laughs> I would never ask James. Right that, that shit was airdropped. Literally, like. Chill. Hope is on another fucking level. It was nice. It could have been a helicopter for That was fun. Yo. You're hilarious, bro. Like, like, when you reach your political success, right? Let's say you have a whole festival, right? That's going to be you. Oh, well, I mean, Mm, at least I get on a golf cart and drive away. Like, (laughs) a whole ass SUV. No, actually. What's more environmentally friendly? Hold on. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna find this video because actually, think it was like, a, a, like actually, don't even think it was an SUV. I think it was one of those Mercedes like minivans. Can you send me that video so I can Can you send like send me that video so I can edit it into the YouTube video? Uh, yes. But I want to think about like success <laughs> for a second. I think Colin and Liz mm. are both gonna be very successful. But I'm look, I'm analyzing them both, and maybe it's because Colin's a Libra and we're like on that oh. level. But I feel like Liz is gonna change more than Colin when the true success comes. Mm. I feel like you're gonna yeah. remain humble yeah. and chill. I feel like you're gonna change. 
Yeah. Is it because I'm a Gemini? Nothing. No, because no, you got the gold around your neck. You already no. changed it. Right? No, 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 you he was looking like that. No, you had the hoodie on. You had the hoodie on. I didn't see it. He's not observant at all. I'm not observant. He's not observant at all. Stop shading me. No, I'm going to take up for Liz only because the Gemini moon and the Gemini sun and aqua moon, real quick. She's going to change. She's going to flex. And she's going to flex as she well deserves because Gemini's love the extravagant things in life. Let's Facts. be very clear here. Word. So Facts. she's going to change. Sure. But I don't think she's going to be the one to change to rub it in his face. I think it's going to be like um, a Devil Wears Prada moment where Colin's going to have we to bring her back this. down. Oh. But not in the way because she's doing too much, but because she's chasing her career mm. at a different speed when she gets there. I don't think it's she's gonna get extravagant because that's she's already extra, extravagant. So mm. it's only that's only gonna level up, but it's gonna be a change. But I don't think in the way that you're thinking it's gonna be like that's gonna be the demise of them. No, Colin no, that's not what I meant. Yeah, he's such a solid dude. He, I think he's always gonna bring her back to reality in a sense. I meant to like the fan, like her followers. Like you gonna you gonna flex no. more on him a bit. But this is I the mean, thing, and that's not shade. That's just. They all, I'm, I could be wrong. Beyonce, I've been wrong before. Does Beyonce tweet with her followers and stuff like that? I think she stunts sometimes. Not on no, Twitter, but like but Instagram. No, when I'm asking you, does she tweet with her followers? Does she like respond Respond-ing. to them? Like I don't. She, she okay. Not that I from, know. Okay, yeah. no. But her, from her from her, from her actual account, no. That. But these some of these celebrities do have hidden accounts that they interact well, with their fans with. Oh my God, we're so deep in Jeff Spring. I right mean, now. damn. You could, Kevin Durant admitted he had a. To, no, he did. He's Kevin Durant admitted. I admit that. That but guy, I, don't think, I didn't know he, he was using it for his fans. I thought he was using no. it for his friends and family. Have you seen what he does on Instagram? He like fights with people. Yeah, what? really. Dude, it's yeah. In, he, it's, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. troll. Someone has to get him off. <laughs> Yo, he's yeah. a troll. Does Look he fight about the comments they make about him? Or just, yeah, see, yeah. That's just like he, he, he like fights dumb. back. He got too much time. He got too much money. He's terrible. You can't waste your time with that shit. But like, of all people. Lady. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a rant when I, I know. Yo, you're funny as hell, yo. <laughs> you know, I read a blind, a blind item like maybe six or seven years ago about an NBA player who was like on coke, but he's like about to win a championship. <laughs> and though the, the few players that came to mind during that time was Durant and somebody else. Lamar owed him too. But I he was really on it though. Okay. Yeah, Lamar was really on it. So Lamar yeah, yeah, and so Kevin came been to Lamar, mind. So yeah. it could have been Lamar That's too, like... but I never took Kevin out of my mind for some reason. Like really? I look at because some of the shit he be doing, I'd be like, yo, you acting like a real fucking cokehead right now. Is that why his hair was never brushed? <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Well, he never brushed for a whole season. That goes in the rain. I don't want to jinx myself. Durant's going bald at the top a little bit. So I guess his best interest is to like let it grow up and fuzz because you can't really brush the ball when you're black and you're peasy you can't really brush the ball and it's over you just mm. gotta let it mm. <laughs> but when you're rich you can't give a Yo, fuck about shit like that but if I was rich a hairline, I, just, fuck I, that. I would, I, would I, would, I don't know about him but I would invest in fucking hair like what do you, what do you, I heard so I'm rich now, yeah. now let me tell you implants yes, I would my shit it fell out it, it hurts how about it LeBron LeBron's hairline what is a disaster LeBron got a new hairline have you seen it LeBron has is that why he's wearing a headband yeah. right now? No, but he has a... He used to. He has no, a spray paint. I think, he's, a, I think he's embracing oh. it. I've seen him in the pregame it? season. He's wearing his headband. If I had the money to do that, I would totally do that. He's back. I guess this goes to me. By the way, Liz, you're trying you're trying to work with the NBA and we're shitting on the NBA players right now. I don't know. I don't know. Libra energy. All right, Robert De Niro. Fuck him. Jesus. The other side of the scale. I'm sorry, Laney. What were you about to say? I don't even remember. 
remember because y'all so funny today. <laughs> it's See the Pinot Grigio. We already one one. <laughs> Finally, we're already one bottle deep. Finally, so. y'all accept the Pinot Grigio. Y'all, you were shitting on it on the train. I took a person. That's such a good sound, but that's such a good sound, but I did. I ate before the episode. No, no. Did Jeff? Jeff, did you eat today? I ate. Okay, because you don't. I'm trying to get a Pinot sponsorship. That's the thing. You don't see the vision. Look into my mind a bit. Don't judge me. I'm trying to get the Pinot sponsorship. Yeah, but what wine company? You gotta be. Yeah, you gotta show it off. What do we got? Camera, can you? YouTube, can you What's see the this? Name of he it? said camera. Uh, like the cameraman's going to zoom in right now. Have it. How you know? <laughs> they can edit that. Yo, Coco. Because we big time, goddamn it. We are big time. Can you zoom in over here, please? Yo, trust me, we big time. Get a, we got get some a, shit coming. Get a close in shot of that. The right 2018. Put it into the camera. 2018, imported from <laughs> Listen, Italia. We are trying to get a sponsorship, okay? We love... What is this? Cavit. Cavit. Cavat. Cavit. Cavat. We got to put an accent on it. You have a question? So go ahead. How was your trip? I saw y'all went away. to What was that? To Italy? Yeah, the Amalfi Coast. How was that? Fantastic. It was cool. Like, did y'all blend in very well? Like, what did y'all do? He said no. No. Stuck out like so No, they're fantastic. It was so cool. Because I went there to shoot a co-worker's wedding. So it was I came Dope ass. Yeah, dope ass wedding location. It was fun. We got yeah. the trip out there. That's what's up. That's a, great, that's a good compensation. That's a good right. compensation. Can y'all just pack me next time so I can come with you? It was my experience. Yeah, I want to come to. Dude, it was, you have no, to it was go. Beautiful. Please, everybody go to the Amalfi yeah. Coast. That was my first time ever in Europe. I've never been. Please, it smelled like flowers. Yeah, it didn't feel I'm like. Yeah. Trip to Europe no one sense. cared about social media. No one cared about their car. No one cared about what they wore. Yeah, mm. I, I fuck. That's yeah. the so life pure. I live now. But I mean, I'm so scared to travel so far because it's just like, where do I get my weed? Oh, that's so oh, sad. No, no you're good like, though. You, you have to go oh. to one. Uh, but you got to know somebody. No, you have to go to somebody. Napoli. Like then you just walk up like, hey, go to Amsterdam. And yeah. then in different countries, it's, it's something different. So it's like you don't know the lingo. So how yeah. do you, you know what I mean? But you. When yeah, I, was, I know that's, a, that's not gonna work when, over in the mouth. When I was in Paris, when I was in Paris, I got offered train on the. I got offered weed on the train, and um. It was pretty scary. It was awkward. Because, like, how'd they say it? Like, declined, I would think. It yes. was like a, it was broken English. It was like, Excuse uh, me. Yeah, yeah. Do you want the, the, do you want the, do you want the weed? He <laughs> was like, you know, it was, was like, he was like, he was like, he was like, homeboy, homeboy. <laughs> do you want some weed? Meanwhile, I'm, like, I'm getting offended in the back of my head. Like, I'm the only black person I ever saw throughout my entire trip there, the whole week I was there. And he's like, Hom- homeboy. <laughs> do, you want, do you want some weed? I'm like, bruh. Don't but disrespect hold up, but me. The whole time you didn't want the weed. That's that's funny. Funny. I did want it. Uh, of course you did. I did want. I was tired of the fucking wine. I was tired of the cheese and shit. But... <laughs> He's tired of wine and like, cheese. He wanted it real hot. Yeah. So, um, would you guys go back? Was it one of those experiences where you like you had a good time? You would go back, yeah. or you're one and done? No, I want to go back now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now. No, I'd go back. It was awesome. The pasta was amazing. You guys have a lot of followers in terms like do you get like uh messages and shit from people who like are across the, the ocean and shit like that? And how does that make yeah. you feel? Like does that is that surreal? Pretty cool. Yeah. Is there um, any language barriers when that happens? Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I have like friends, like pretty close friends too that are like in Germany and stuff and like even just like they're like like they'll say like instead of saying like oh it's cool like don't worry they'll be like oh take it easy and to me I'm like oh you're telling me to calm down right now like what but I, I, I know what it means but yeah it's just like the way they say they it's they're like the yeah dialect. do you guys do you guys feel Dude, check this out I had a comment on my photo sorry I had a comment on my photo today check this out let me fucking see what is that see in the so middle? many comments what yeah. is what that the in the middle Orib? What is what that? does that say? And oh, I was just like, "Hey, sick!" <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, man. They probably got offended. They probably got offended. Oh, yeah. as a whole nother country. Yeah. See, like, what yeah. Is it? Oh, 
You guys, <laughs> you guys are popping, like yo. In the middle. Foray. Okay. His fucking hey, response is hilarious. Hey. That's a whole other language. <laughs> I'm curious, like, cool. what is... <laughs> Do you guys? Do you guys feel? He could have said some shit like, "Yo, my mom just died." When Matt exclamation point, positive vibes, like, man. Positive vibes. What's a good yeah? CR is crazy. Oh, sorry. Yo, and you said so sick. Mom died. Mom's spaghetti. Fuck you, Eminem. Do you oh, guys? Wait, 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 wait. All right, so wait. I saw Eminem at MetLife so. in like 2014. Mm-hmm. It was like the like him and Rihanna tour. <clears throat> okay. oh. People booed Rihanna when she came out just to get Eminem back on. Really? Wow. All right. So. 2014. 2014. Yeah. 2014 was, was a long time ago. Yeah, They're nuts. Both Rihanna's hits in 2014. Yeah, well, what album was that? I think that was what? Before, rated R? Before, rated R. Maybe um, Rated R or something like that. I just don't like Eminem because like I feel like he's aging in hip hop so like not he's not aging gracefully like mm-hmm. Ovis like the Nas is. He has he's a lot not, of beef with people. He hasn't progressed. Did you hear Kamikaze? He's still yeah. talking that shit on his skits. Like there's a skit where he calls Paul Rosenberg, uh, his manager, person. He's like, he's like, um, I'm gonna drive over to this person, this reviewer's house. I'm gonna fuck them up, shit like yeah. that. Like Eminem, you're not gonna like. He's lying in his raps. He's yeah. lying in his skits. He's not gonna literally do anything he's ever said. And I, I know that's uh, what I know that's what like. That's why it's the a newer, skit. No, but but he's entertainment. But that's what he's, he's selling lies. You know what I mean? I get that. I get that. I don't think the lies that when it comes to that. But he's not even a good, he's not, he's like, he could rap, but he's not a good lyricist. What? Ooh. He could rap, but he's not a good lyricist. He's not saying shit. I disagree shit. with that. This is you're what I'm saying. I, I, think, I think he's mastered. <laughs> you just don't like his message. I think he's mastered what the, is his the, te- the technical aspect of rap. Like, he knows how to construct crazy bars and crazy flows. Mm. But I will agree that his substance hasn't necessarily evolved. But he has mastered the technique. He has proven to white kids who are looking to be rappers that you can be accepted by hip-hop, too, if you try. Okay. And this is is the main thing with people who have an argument so strong against Eminem and hip-hop community. A lot of times, you just can't accept the fact that he's a white man rapping. Like, it's Mm. just like a... Huh? I agree with you. Yeah, it's that, like but. it's like a lot of times you just can't tell the white man's rapping. It's like it's really hard to accept that into the culture in a sense. And I understand that. I get that. But you have to think about certain things. When it comes to Eminem, he's always displayed the emotional side, the angry side. And so, mm-hmm. and that's how I see him as. I don't see him as like a. I'm a not T- afraid. Yeah, he's not a <laughs> Ti rapper. He's not. No <laughs> <laughs> stop. Stop drinking one. Good ablets tonight. Oh my but God. you know, he's not a T.I. rapper. He's not Jay-Z. He's not, he's not those people. He is right. Eminem. Yeah, that's a fact. And it is what it is. Like, I don't... I don't hate him. I don't. If I don't understand half the shit he said, then that's up to me. But I do like the angry hate my ex wife music. I used to I love, love those that. songs. Yeah, man. I, I love it. That's, is it Best okay? Like, who else the, had the, the track? Kim? Yo, the, Let's go. Who had? Who else had enough nerve, like as a man, to say all that shit? Even though, like, that's the shit people was thinking, but they just didn't have the guts to, to say, say it. it. I, I like Eminem. I like some Eminem songs. I have Eminem songs on my phone. My favorite Eminem song is Spacebound. I know recovery. we ain't go through all this shit for him to say he has Eminem this songs in his phone. No, but I just, but it, like, in, in terms guy. of like, he is complicated. <laughs> I'm very complicated, but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm talking like, I think his last album should be the most recent. 
Coco. Yes. I think his most recent album that he just dropped, Kamikaze, should be his last album. Because I feel like he's not going to progress further than what he's done. I didn't hear the last album because, honestly, I'm not checking for Eminem when it comes to music. Like, if I have a song that comes to me, that's It'd fine. But yeah. when I want to hear Eminem's song, I'll go to the crazy the dig up stuff. something from old shit. Yeah, yeah, and totally. get it to my not, with yeah. that. Exactly. But yeah. we can all agree he's not aging gracefully in hip-hop. Like Hov is, like Nas is, like uh, Wu-Tang. Did they age like, gracefully or did they know when to bow out and to come back in and do a little feature and stuff? Yes. Oh, hey. Hope has been, Hope has been consistent. Nas just dropped an album. I feel like they're aging gracefully. They're maturing with their content. There's a few Nas, Nas albums been... after. Um... Nas just Nas retired too, by the way. Huh? Nas Shut your Nas mouth. Shut it right Man. now. We saw him. Well, yeah, he's aging gracefully in hip hop, but then he said he should retire. Right, and he also said he didn't like that album that Kanye produced. That no, but I, not. I thought that but was, y'all hear the album that, that Nas just dropped? I loved it. Queensbridge Politics it. is a great song off that most recent album that he dropped. <laughs> See, but Nas is a, he's a good rapper. He's a like he's consistent. He's Wasn't he saying that he just wanted he, he wanted it to? Uh, I didn't to, want to get attacked to have more songs on it because I think it was so limited. He felt. But did y'all, did y'all hear the album that he wrong. dropped after the Kanye produced album? You're talking about the uh, Lost Tapes too. Yes. Yeah, I listened to it. Mm. And I think that should be his last project. It wasn't his best work, but he has some good tracks. Yeah. It wasn't his best Lost. project, but it had good tracks. I was hoping when Jay-Z retired the first time, he was going to sit his With the Black album. That was years ago. I, th- I think Jay should be but done. I think, I think... And he still whatever. gave me great albums. I love still Kingdom winning. Come. Yes. I think Kingdom Come is one of his best... Things. I love American Games. That's my, that's my, Gangsta, my like, second best, my favorite, second favorite whole album. So I feel like you know they when you're creative, you always you may take a five year break, but once inspiration strikes and you, you have something to say, you can't deny. You're you gonna put it that's out true. there. That's true. Yeah. What do you think about Post? I love Post, and I love uh, yo Post Malone. Fuck! I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> it. I love him. Every time I, f- I hear fucking circles, I think of you guys because I yo, saw I saw you guys at like wow, some Bud Light uh, event yeah. with Post. Uh-huh. Book- yeah, he was doing his beard fucking dive Shout tour. Out to Liz. Yeah, I always, every time I hear circles, I think of you guys. No, we no, we're That's Bud deep. Light. That's so deep. No, actually, we we work Bud Light at school, so they reach out and they're like, "You want to go to the dive bar tour?" And we're like, "Yup." That's wait, wait, love wait, 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 hold up. Bud Light just emails you. Is like, "Yo, you want to go?" Yeah. That's so cool. They sent us the Firefly. We're so June, not popping. So nice. Why are we? You guys are popping. Like when you get those type of emails, are you like, oh shit? Like they fuck with us. Like, or do you? Yeah. Like, or, yeah. do, are you, or, or is it like regular? Like, no. like oh, certain this is brands. Like some brands, I'm like, oh cool, but like brands that I like really love. You know what I mean? Like. What's a brand recently? Like Re- I recently, I have a it's campaign coming out it's next week many. with Reebok, and like she for is, it was for like many. a, it's for an Allen Iverson sneaker, and like oh, cool. for me, I was nice. like, I'm from PA, I'm from like an hour north of Philly, mm. like AI was my guy growing up, like we recorded, Colin did like a lot of the content for well, all the content for the video that we have to put out, and even when we were recording, I was like crying trying to like speak on AI because like it just meant so much. Yeah, yeah. That was so cool. We should include that somewhere. Mm-hmm. She had to do like seven <laughs> takes about like how much basketball means to her. Like that's it. Like the community that she plays in now, Hoop York City, mm. she did eight takes. We, we woke up at like 6 a.m., went to the basketball court in Brooklyn and just like to film her sitting down. She cried eight times. Like are you, I, I, I thought she was joking. Mm. But that's, that's, so, that's cool. so cool. Touch that stuff is like that's sick. Damn. It's like I get to talk about, and, and part of like the thing was I got to talk about not only like my love of basketball, my like growing up in PA and like loving AI and like looking up to him, and then also mental health and how basketball like is a huge. Not only like I played basketball my whole life, but now like as an adult, I still play with like a women's league called Hoop York City. They're actually awesome. 
And um, oh, it's go. just really cool to like, Watch no, out. I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm not cry. But no, like I got to talk about that and like how like AI did a lot of that for me, you know, like mm-hmm. growing up, like he was a huge inspiration for, to me, like just he gave zero fucks. Like mm-hmm. he would go out there and give it his all. Like he yeah. gave hope for all the small and the short people out there. But mm-hmm. like, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like so sick. Like there's. Like he's 6'3". That's sad. Just so short. No, compared to other NBA players, he's absolutely short compared to other players. But like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just so cool, and his story is really sick too. You know what I mean? He was a kid. He grew up like with so many things against him that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't think he would get to that point, and like through everything, like in being in jail for how long? You Mm -hmm. know, for something that he didn't even fucking do or wasn't Mm -hmm. even involved with. Like, never knew that. It's just sick that like he he Mm -hmm. almost didn't even get. He had so many. schools reach out to him his well i think it was like his junior into senior year like he missed because he was in jail because they went to a bowling alley and because since his freshman year of high school he was the number one prospect for not only basketball but also football, football. in the that's state of wow. yeah running back. and wow. he and they loved him and because he was so well known he was a person of color like all the white people i think it was virginia he's from virginia so like we're all like like out t- to get him like they were all at a bowling alley a fight broke out he was the only one there of like that people would know who it was and they mm. like blamed him for it and he mm. went to trial they bl- they blamed him he went to jail and he missed like sophomore or i think like junior and senior year of high school basketball which is like a huge year it's if you're going to deal. play it's in college and so he had all these offers already like schools looking at him and they all backed out and of then course. eventually like georgetown gave him a chance and he went and played for Georgetown. He killed it. He ended up going, so- I think it was sophomore year, into the NBA. He left early because he wanted to support his family and, like, help put them on. And the story of just, like, his him signing with Reebok is dope because he actually, like, got the contract before he even, like, started <clears throat> at the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a first-round draft pick. People knew. But, like, he already had this collaboration, this sneaker about to come out. And, like, that's iconic for, like, a basketball player. You know what I mean? Like, and everybody had a pair of AIs. I don't oh care who God. you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody had a pair of AIs. Before bro. Jordans, I had And AIs. even, like, Fat. it's funny, like, he put out a rap album when he was, like, he was the first <laughs> person to, like, really do that cross, stuff. like, yeah. streetwear. And they actually had yeah. to, like, make laws in the NBA at the they time did. because, like, people were starting to show up, like, dressing like AI. And they were like, Facts. oh, no, this is different. We don't Facts. like this. And, like, He was the God first I'll... with the baggy shorts. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. yeah. The chains, made... everything. Like, he gave zero fucks. He just, like, literally was himself and was true to himself. And I respect that so much. It's like, he did not conform to what people wanted him to be like. He stayed true to himself. He spoke his mind. Sometimes it hurt him because he said Definitely, things. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I can't, like, you respect hate on him genuinity. for being himself yeah. Yeah, it's fair it's to cool. say he's an inspiration of yours or no no not at all no no yeah <laughs> you just that was funny that was funny i was gonna say you just talked mad you told you educated mad people on ai story that yeah, was, I, I was so I, I was so, i'm so educated i went to go look up george i'm like okay what kind of school is this it's like, so he is probably the big like i can't remember DC. like DC, even yeah. like little Bradley Cooper went Corn ro- Like, I used to put my hair in braids and cornrows, and I was, like, seven or eight. Like, wore the arm sleeve, wore the sweatband. <laughs> everybody. All the AI. Everybody. Like, I, not only either I either wanted to marry him or I wanted to be him oh, when I was, was little. Like, I feel like I every little girl him. had a crush on him. When I was growing up, he was every girl's apple of the eye crush. Yeah. He was so cute, AI? too. Like, he was, he was, yeah. he was, like, he was like the Chris Mary Brown of the NBA. Yes, he was. Like, he was. Yeah, he was. Like, everybody. They were looking at Alan Iverson. I was looking at Latrell Sprewell. It's true. Yo. Latrell Sprewell was my man. Jason Kidd. Kenyon Martin was good looking. John Stark. Marcus K. 
can be. Like he was so uh, fine. You're a Knicks girl. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Knicks girl, yeah. John no, Stark. I was a Nets Ooh, John, girl when no, they were like in Jersey. Yes. Well, Kenny Jer- Martin, Richard Jefferson, yes. Jason Kidd, Vince Carter was, was there for a Vince minute. Carter, yep. Oh yeah, you so remember. So what do you think about Those the big were the three? Days. Wait, oh, before I actually, what do you think about the big three? I don't know if I asked this before. With the NBA and the WNBA, what do you think it's going to take for WNBA players to be more respected and get paid mm. like so, NBA players? Big question. The cool thing mm. is this year the WNBA actually rebranded pretty heavily. And I don't know mm. if you noticed that, but like. Do you, do, you, do you know anybody on the New York Liberties? Because I have like three questions. And if you could get me close I to number don't. 15. Talk. <laughs> I don't. I actually, I went to the WNBA draft this year. And that was really, really cool. Like, <laughs> it was really emotional to like see these women like. You know, I love going to the game. It was sick, and like, no, but I mean, like, no, not because I, know, I, know I do like to look at them too. But I do. So my little, that was my first game as a um, kid as with mm-hmm. WNBA game, and I just fell in love with the whole is women playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do be, like I will say watching the game live, I'd be like, damn, y'all do make little mistakes, and I understand it. But it's also like. As women, oh, I'm gonna say something real fucked up. Like we say tend it, just to, say it. Please no, because I don't mean it like that. Like, but who cares? Say, say it. it. I feel like they overthink their shots sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but, I think, yeah. and a stereo is a stereotype threat because they're. I think they they overthink it because they it's already have the expectation into their yes, head to overthink that they're not it. as good yeah. as the males. Mm-hmm. So that's why they overthink Damn, it. Damn, so? Yeah, I, I don't do. know. That's a stereotype. Only because oh, I, I've, I've watched the game and I'd be like, damn, it'd be little things, but I'd just be like, damn, why does she oh, just shoot the Why did she just make the don't, shot? Don't yeah. yeah. I, like I get it. There's always a, hesita- yeah. a hesitation get, sometimes because yeah. it's been put into their heads that way. Am I wrong? No. They have a fear like, I can't, I shouldn't outshine the men mm. in mm-hmm. a sense, but it's just like, yeah. you sh- why? Because they aren't allowed to dunk, are they? I don't think they are. No, and they're not. It's not allowed. I thought it was based on capability. Maybe not. I don't. I don't know. I, I got to look it up. Can you Google that? I would need a reference. What's her name? Brittany Grant. Grant. Can she? Can she dunk? Griner. Griner. Yeah, she's dope. Can she? Out of Tennessee, Vanderbilt, something. Something like that. Liz Cambage. Can, can she, like, she they're not allowed to CR. dunk? What do you got, CR? Wait, no, keep talking. I'm oh, okay. No, Hit I the Googles, bro. I don't protest much, but, like, I would protest that. I would, no, I would but the thing song. for me is, I'll like, the whole WNBA. I'll get in the whole front of the HQ, yeah. I'll put someone in the face for that. <laughs> 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 like, I want the girls to dunk. Like, would you, would you spend a night in jail for that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not much else. Don't please. Not much else. What is this video I'm being passed? Oh. oh shit! Sorry, um, audio listeners. I'm watching a live video. Look at Hope. Look at this dumbass bucket hat, Hope. Yo, what are you doing, bro? Look at this dumb bucket hat Hope no, is wearing. I'm not gonna say that. Look at I the Hope is fly to me. I don't give a Hope, you look said. dumb with all that hair and a bucket hat, bro. Trying to tell Mark a t-shirt. Is he dreading his hair? That's different. Hope. Yeah. I love you, but don't do that again. For the record, they are allowed to. They dunk. are allowed to. It's dunk. just they not are. common. It's just okay. Because the average, uh, they said, I think the average uh, female NBA player is like, it says six foot seven, but that's definitely like the average. Yeah. Is six foot seven. Is no. at, do you think it goes to that? Ju- it says that the average WNBA player is at just under six foot. Oh. And oh. is about six. Oh wow! About you, seven inches. Do you think that goes into like the what you were just talking about, like the oh, like the overthink, like the like they I, maybe? I think it does go back into overthinking mm-hmm. because they, that's why they don't do it. And, because, maybe, and I don't and I don't mean to say like you know they just. I think it's because we're trained before we know we're being trained. We're socialized be in that way. Yeah. yeah. 
to always overthink or or make sure you've gone through the steps of whatever it is you're supposed to be doing before it's done. Hmm. Guess because you know you're pitted against men who are. Do you but think I do hate doing the fact, like, and I remember, I remember talking about talking, this, to, talking about this to somebody else, and they was telling me how the WNBA is the shortest season mm-hmm. than the NBA. Mm. So that's how they try to say that's why they get paid like that. But that's to bullshit. me, it also doesn't like, make any sense. That's a part of the issue is like the women, like the Liberty, instead of playing at like MSG or Brooklyn next year, I think they're going to start playing at, in, at Barclays. But um, Wait, this season they played up in Westchester. So like, who's what? Who's gonna go up to Westchester There's to watch no these games? There, you know yeah. what I mean? Dude. Like, you're wow. not getting the same amount of people because you're putting them in a space where, like, it's not accessible. Yeah. Do you think there would be a, like a time where it'll be not just acceptable but just appreciated where we combine the two, the WNBA and NBA? Because I, I feel like, because like, that's what they, like, and, and, and UFC, like, there's women who can knock some dudes out, right? Right. And I feel like it's that's obviously basketball is a less oh context sport, less violent. I feel like it could work. Yeah. There are women who could ball better she, than fucking dude. Guys, you know, listen to this. Liz no. could ball better than me. Guys, listen to this. In my prime, I was nice. But now, my knees don't work as well. Jeff. Liz could cross I'm me sure, up. I'm sure she can. AI taught me. That's Yo, I just guy. looked up what the you know salary what I mean? cap is it's with horrible. the WNBA. Listen, Tell it right it's now. Horrible. The salary fucking cap. It's horrible. It's $110,000. And, that's, and that's, when you're making, that's, that's when you're a star. That's when you're, and that's like, when you're a star. That's the cap. The, the, the less is, what's the average? It's like 36000 Oh, my what? God. It can't be. It's like $36,000 like, for yeah. the season. Like, they don't make money. No. no. That's why they play overseas so yes. much in the summer. Like, they do everything they possibly can. And a lot of the women oh my actually God. But um, who's to blame work though? for Nike. Now, Nike in, Por- in Beaverton actually have so. some of the women from the NBA hired for the off-season to come in mm-hmm. and just work with athletes and do training and just yes, different I've things because who um, runs it's extra WNBA? money for them. The and average, it's another... I'm sorry, I didn't make it. Oh, no, no, no. But, like, the average is, like, $53,537. Since you got Google Star. Who can you Google like who who's the commissioner of like WNBA? Like, is it a dude? Go to the NBA. It has to be a dude because well, you see it everywhere. You though, right? bench, like you see it everywhere. It's like, like why is there For not like a professional? Yeah, like, they make half a million dollars sitting on the bench in the NBA. Two hundred and fifty thousand, and yeah. that's nowhere. Kathy Engelbert. She's the WNBA commissioner. Let me see what she looks like. This woman. But I don't think that matters. He asked. I just want to know what she looks like. Just to clarify. I just want to know what she looks like. I don't mean looks. I mean like the commissioner because... um, you, But she could fight for the difference. Would you want me to look at Lainey? No, but there's the like... NBA. But there's no like women's oh. baseball. There's no women's hockey. There's, there's no women's... Softball. softball. No, I know. Yes. I know. But like... But but like... Softball. But at least the WNBA is... There's field hockey. Like it exists. Miles above <laughs> oh, any my of those. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, and I agree with that. You I was, And then... This is something I always say. When you, if you like to play basketball, if you're really passionate about playing basketball, <laughs> it's not about making it to NBA. You will even take. You would love, yeah. of course, to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. That is the ultimate goal. But if you can go overseas, that's just as great too. Yeah. So, and can I, so can what I you ask love. the guys this question? I feel like for the NBA, like right, like you have women who are like, oh, they're crushing on these guys that are players, whatever. The guys respect them because they're guys, right? With with the WNBA, like. Do you respect the women yeah. that play but as much as you respect the guys in the NBA? For for me personally, I respect the women because of who I am and how I mm-hmm. grew up, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily based on the sport. It's because of how I feel about women mm-hmm. in general, right? Yeah. But if you want me to be honest, I've never watched a full WNBA game. Right. And I'm not going to blame it. Is it televised? 
Yeah, and that's what I'm gonna say. It and, is televised. But I'm gonna. I was gonna say like I don't know if it's just me living in a bubble, but I feel like the marketing is not heavy behind WNBA. Exactly. I'm Thank sorry, you. but there's not enough investment right. in the marketing because when I don't it see it enough. Came, I remember being a little girl when it first was coming in. It was a you know they, it was I a big push, it was right? A big big push. Now yeah. as the years go by, it, if you're not a, sp- a fan of the sport, you just don't know. What you don't going know. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. I didn't even know they didn't play in the same. Time and season as the as the yeah. regular NBA. Right. I don't even know. There's, there's things I'm still learning, yeah. and I feel like that sucks though because that's not says fair. A lot. It's start, not fair. The, the NBA is just like dwindling down. Exactly, right. and just for the record, guys, um, the salary cap for NBA season is one hundred and nine million dollars, which is nine hundred and ninety. Yeah. Well, times more than what yeah. the salary cap is. And I'm pretty 990 sure, times more. And I'm more. pretty sure these WNBA players do outside deals just like, you know, LeBron's doing his show. But right there's right. no, oh, like, like, other like, 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 they do more to be recognized. But, but like, they have what? to do that. That's the thing. And NBA for player doesn't have to do that. He can sit on the bench and the people will come to him. But a WNBA player, she has to get on the court every day and go twice, even five, ten times harder, harder. just so she can just have a, somebody to look at her yeah. and be like, okay, yeah. no, let me And see even when you get into, deal. like, brand partnerships, right? So, like, how many NBA players have sneakers? How many WNBA players... WNBA players that's have sneakers. Is there a fact. Is there a WNBA player with a sneaker? W- there's, like, Cheryl Swoops has yeah. her own, but, like, other that than that, and, 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 um, what's her name? Oh, my God, she just did the Lately May, the... The not the tens with Alayli May, Alayli May and I feel so ashamed. I feel so ashamed. Can I just say she I feel also, so I feel so ashamed because I don't remember anybody's name from the WNBA except Lisa Lisa Leslie and Brittany Grimer. You mentioned Dawn her. Earlier, so. That's the only Brittany name Grimer. I know. I who does? Go ahead. No, 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 no. And I feel I so ashamed. So who who's responsibility or job is it to? Make the WNBA progress further. Is it the players? No. Is it the commissioner? The Is it no. the fans? It's, I think it's a, a commission mm. of everybody. Mm. Marketing team. I think story is everything. With everything, you can apply story to every like anything. Like that, it, and that's so. I love that you said that. Story is everything. It's everything. And the WNBA has a great story. And if people, if great, if you could mm-hmm. find a great marketer yeah. to mm-hmm. focus on the story and, and put, put that it shit out there, give the story. That's what they people need. Will gravitate it's, the the WNBA as a whole needs to be re, like right. remarketed yeah. in a different Rebranded, way. Yeah. Well, she said they just rebranded the WNBA. They rebranded. Re-rebranded. They're in the process of rebranding. They need, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a, because if you're looking at how much the players are being paid, then you also got to think about how much of a salary cap does the marketing team have? Because yeah. sure. that costs money. Sure. Well, so if the money's because not there. The heads of these networks who uh, fucking air the fucking NBA finals and shit like that with the dudes. But like, they don't the fucking. Mm-hmm. Sorry? I'm sticking to NBA too. Ooh. Which, why? First of all, why we have seven games? In the finals? Yeah. It's, it's a long It can go to seven. It's really six. I really do feel like it should it be. Never goes really we should, we like should take the college route <laughs> and have a lot of fucking upsets. Mm. Mm. Give me, give you them, want a bracket. Yeah. You want and, like and a, I, it doesn't even have to be a bracket, but I just want the upsets. Like one sure. game, that's it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why fine. do we need or oh, three games, but why do we need seven? Yeah, that's a lot. Why do we watch sports in general? Is it just like it's entertainment? It's from the gladiator. Inter- but outside of entertainment, are you like, entertained? People, yes. people like Athens. personalize losses with their teams. So like, what what is that? Do you that's think? why I stopped watching basketball uh, maybe eight years now because the Knicks got him. Once the Knicks traded Jamal Crawford, I said y'all can all kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't really I'm watch done. sports as a whole because like I just yeah. don't give a fuck. Like I don't. I'm not gonna invest my my passion, my energy into a team. That's 
What is that win? What but is what is like, them winning the finals like do for me? But do you like sports? I, I the did. Same thing. So that's it. I so did because I, I, I because I was active in them. But I think what it is, watching. I think it's the camaraderie. When yeah. you are a fan of a team Sorry. and you really love that team, and yeah. then you Sorry. you meet yeah. other people who <laughs> fuck with that, you know what I'm saying? Whoever, whoever your team is, there's a story like he said. There's a reason. You lonely. But also, I think it then you're make, fucking lonely. But the whole uh, go oh back God. to the marketing. I think it becomes easier to become part of the camaraderie mm-hmm. of that because you can go to any store and in they, New York yes. and buy a jersey. Yes. Where Damn, can you so even true. for the WNBA jerseys this year? I don't like, know where you can buy them. You can't. I don't know where you can buy them. I've never walked into a Models and seen a WNBA. Jersey no. for sale in my life. Two years ago, I did at the one over here. When, I've when never seen it. And now, like, this right. is, I think the, this is the first year they started having jersey. sponsorships on their jerseys. It like rebranded. This pretty heavily well, this year. This I never thought about this, actually. I never thought about this. That's a big deal. That happens for a reason. It's like you see so many people like, even like making their own streetwear brands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they, 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 they put a print on a t-shirt and they're like, buy it. Mm-hmm. Like if you support me, buy it. I'm like, no, it doesn't dude. Work like that. No, like I, yeah, I'm your buddy. But what the hell is it? What does this mean to me? There's yes. no meaning behind it. it. It has to have meaning, right? It's it's like, this everything. is why I always say you can always you can always tell the difference between people who are sheep and people who actually right. believe in the stuff that they buy. Like mm-hmm. if you really love a label, you're gonna do the research into that label and why and that label yeah. came to be yeah. mm-hmm. before you just walk around saying, "Oh, this is my favorite label. This is the right. best thing in the world." Like most things, you really, really love. It, yeah, I love Colin. <laughs> it's the story behind it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'm just it's glad everything. the jerseys are actually for it's sale. everything. And, like, the WNBA, like, they had it, like, way back when, when the New York Liberty were at the Garden. Mm-hmm. But somewhere mm-hmm. along the way, they fucked up with their marketing. So like they blew it. Somewhere like, along the way, they felt they like they didn't it. need to market it anymore. Like, they didn't need to put a push behind but it. But you know what? When so I was at the up. game two years ago, I will say this. Even I was, like, surprised how low the seats were. The, the attendance was very yeah. low. Yeah. Like, it's, they even let me go in and sit anywhere I want to. Isn't That's the bigger conversation so outside of just, like, men and women in sports, like, isn't so just representation as a whole? We need yeah. more women to represent the things that we enjoy. But I think that comes from also the brand side, right? Like, you, you, we, I just actually last year had a focus group at Nike where they were like, all right, for women's basketball, they're trying to really – focus on upping their game in that way and they're like who would you want to see have sneakers and it's hard though too at the same time like we don't know the many of the, the, the WWE players. players but if you like I said if you're a fan and you watch that you know you do, the research, people, yeah. you do your research but so why do I feel guilty that I just don't know because you know why so do some research you know it's not it fair like not I will fan. now it's not that's like it's not, not fair, something yo. that we're just like like there's so much stuff with the NBA that we're just like unconsciously it's like thrown at us you know what I mean like we go on social media you see something like now recently this year they started with like the WNBA kicks Instagram or like you know how like with the NBA they have like the the come you know they show up to the game their style what they're wearing they now started that with the WNBA which I think is dope because Mm -hmm. you get to see like what these girls are wearing off the court and a lot of them are big sneaker heads and a lot of them do have really good Taste. I mean, like, but mm-hmm. I do follow them some of them for all the wrong reasons you be in their DMs they're your reasons yeah, they don't have to necessarily I'm be wrong a, I would never go on my DMs but there are, there are a few WME players that I watch well I follow them on Instagram and they I love their, their choice of style like mm-hmm. Ty Young she has great style of yeah. sneakers Kappa 23 that's her Instagram name because I, Lord forgive me I do not know her um, uh, her, actual her, name. her actual name <laughs> you like, know her handle I know her handle but her mm. sneaker game is real tight I'm noticing that like with a lot of females these days 
Sneakers are. No, I hope that like gets them some deals though. I really hope it gets them some like. I think it will like, help deals. a few of them we because need. um, especially Ty Young, the way she promotes her outfits of the days when she's going to game days mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. like, girl, yeah. like somebody better put something on you already, give you a yeah. sneaker or something. I, I just we just need more. And if you can't do that, you start. Sorry, boo. I didn't right. mean to cut you off. You do like Tyler Perry. You make the fucking table, you furnish the chairs, oh God, and you put it together, okay? Do it because yourself. at the end of the day, and I think yeah. maybe that's what the WNBA needs to do. But even, yeah. Build the stage yeah. for themselves mm. because if Shout nobody's going to gonna respect, if nobody's mm. going to respect the hustle in the game and the, and the players of the WNBA, it's time for them to Step demand up. it. And that's Ooh, why I was asking. Of like a kind that's of campaign why, in my head mm. right now. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I asked, like, is it, does it fall on the players? Does it fall on the commissioner themselves or the fans? But I still think it's, a little it's, bit it's of everybody. everybody. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit but of everybody. But even, too, like, when you look at the, um, the how the NBA now has the mental health initiative in place, why doesn't mm. the WNBA have that? Because it's a known fact. Especially that women, and especially women of color, have more are more prone to mental health issues, issues yeah. than anyone, yes. right? And so, when you look at the NBA, a majority of the women in the NBA are women of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why are we not focusing on that? Why are we not also including the WNBA in that mental health initiative? Mm-hmm. You know, hiring professionals, and it doesn't have to be the same scale. Let's say you have three to one, but like still having someone on staff is important because these women are, are not only dealing with the fact they're not getting paid equally, mm-hmm. they're dealing with the fact that they also probably, you know, have they have with to have brands. other jobs outside of playing. Yes. The so, yeah. Yeah. Can we? Can we? Can we and also sure. with Nike, like, oh, if you get pregnant, you're you're cut. Like from a contract, what? Wait, what? they what? cut the, tra- the track runner. Oh, yeah, who the, was her name? From, um, oh, she oh, got that's pregnant. Right, yes. and they like, what? And that sucks. Like, and this is what I always say: sucks. Nike is fucking big business. It's not about like. Of course, they're gonna campaign for a lot of different causes because it's it profitable. Brings, it's, yeah, there it is. It's profitable. Yeah. Straight up. It's not about I, I stand with Cap. It's about yeah. Cap gonna make me some money. Right Cap's now. gonna get me a lot of, al- He's gonna get me a lot of minority sales. Yeah. yeah. If the message goes along mm. with you know whatever everybody's agreeing with, then of because course, as long as it's fiscally you know in their girl, favor, it didn't make any sense how you could stand behind all these human rights campaigns, but then you let go of somebody who's pregnant. Mm. Who's who, who do you guys think is like the main the, the target audience for? these sports programs like and, and I, I also want to get to the deeper reason like why the WNBA isn't pushed so much as the NBA like why is that exactly do you think Before. is it because they're women is it the owners of these networks that backwards and that lost because and that they think that yeah. women won't sell as much as men but or even, is it the consumer even in sneakers I see this all the time and like it's something that's an ongoing conversation within the sneaker community is like when you look at men right so like I love Nike I love Jordan I love all the sneaker brands, don't get me wrong, but, like, when you look at, like, Jordan, right, and who Jordan is seeding, right, the guys that they seed are, like, guys that are into basketball. Some of the girls that they're seeding couldn't probably talk about basketball. Mm. Mm. And it sucks. And I wish they would, like, equate that, right? Like, when you look at – and it doesn't ha- – it's not just Jordan. It's not just Nike. It's, like, all sneaker brands, right? Mm. They're seeding girls that are pretty, that have good followers, that have a certain look. Mm. The guys – they're more about substance, right? They're mm-hmm. more about what sneakers they like. Like, they know sneakers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter if this girl knows about sneakers. Mm-hmm. It's what she looks like. And that's mm-hmm. when influencing goes wrong. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I just read um, Brooklyn Petit's post a little while ago. Yeah. And she was saying how she didn't want to brand herself as an influencer. And then Shout she, out Vero. Yeah, then, yeah for real. And then <laughs> she, but then she and embraced Kevin. it. And my Yerk. thing with that, I love that whole fact. Because it's just like, influencers need to start embracing the fact that they are influencers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah. 
It's not your fault you're an influencer. You can't help the fact that you're fucking fly and everybody mm. just want to follow everything that you do. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you yeah. you. But at what we do have to give more responsibility to the brands to pick the right influencers for their brand. Mm-hmm. Like she just Absolutely. said, it is getting mm-hmm. to the point in this world where everything is pretty versus ugly in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that can only take you but so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now it's a miscommunication. It's a... Um, there's, this, there's, there's a blockage between the, the consumer and the brand now. So the yeah. brand... Because there's like, the you know, these, these, you these pretty girls they use for campaigns, whatever, awesome. Like, not hating on you. You're beautiful. Go for it. Get your money, whatever. But like, at the end of the day, then like, if you have to take that a step further, other than just modeling for this campaign, you have to speak on it. Can you mm-hmm. actually speak on it? Do you know basketball? Do you know mm-hmm. about sneakers? Or are you just doing it because it's trendy right now and it's cloudy and it's going to get you likes? And that's my concern is, like, I've seen it on multiple accounts where, like, women are featured in certain things or in video series or whatever where they have to talk about sneakers and they can't do it. And it's, like, why are – and it's not their fault. They I don't blame them. I'd take that opportunity too. But, like, at the end of the day, like, these brands need to do their research. Like, Mm -hmm. are you – employing women to talk about sneakers because they actually have substance they can give them some information or are you hiring women to talk about sneakers because they look good on camera why do you the think latter. you're reached out to <laughs> because she's actually that because funny. i'm a therapist i'm reached out to because i'm a therapist okay i don't get a lot of opportunities because of sneakers i get most of my opportunities because of my experience as a therapist and mm-hmm. my my education as a therapist but, but isn't it like a bonus when they look at your profile like they just see how fly you are anyway like okay she is a sneakerhead she does yeah. have something but to be honest head. a lot of this stuff hasn't happened until i put my sneaker out and it sucked because up until wow. then i also like i knew a lot about sneakers i did i do like i can talk fairly well i'm not an expert by any means but like I do my research on my stories, and if there's shoes I like, like I buy shoes that I know the story behind. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna go buy shoes because it's cool or it's cloudy mm-hmm. or it's resell. The resale price is high. Like I buy shoes because I, I really like them. So, so they're reaching out. Um, were you about to? No, no, so they're reaching out to you because of your position professionally. Well, yeah, I think now mental health is starting to be like on the come up, right? Like it's a trendy topic, and especially this that. week, you know, and, and it's today of all days, like yeah. it's. It's a topic, and I think for for a lot of brands, it's comfortable now for to use me and like because I do know sneakers and I do know streetwear, but I'm also a trained professional, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm a good mix. If you didn't have that, if you didn't have it out there that you were a, a therapist, like, do you think you would have the opportunities you have today? Honestly, no, I don't, because I'm not the skinny girl. I'm not the pretty girl. I'm not like the girl that is in the front of the campaigns. Like, I went through that for a while, and, like, it bothered me a lot. Like, and especially I have a lot of women that are I'm friends with in the sneaker community, and we have these conversations often that if you don't look a certain way, it doesn't – like, it doesn't matter what your knowledge is Mm. on sneakers. It's more about what you look like. I Mm. hate that shit. That shit pisses me off so much. Because I know people – I know people who have lied about things and who have – done really shady things which i can talk to you about after this is done recording but I like i want to hear i'm petty it's crazy that like you know, know. And, I, and you see like and i'm at the end of the day like i'm rooting for everyone like good do what you got to do but it's just like we all know what's going on you know we know and that, like breaks my heart it and really it does. sucks that like it sucks like there's like i guess for me it's more of like a stay in your lane thing right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. 
I don't go and dabble in in things that I don't know about. Like, I actually, like, for example, I'll say it right now. Like, one of the brands that reached out to me was Herschel to do the Basquiat campaign. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at my feed, do you see any art? Basquiat's no. a huge advocate for people of color. Am I a person of color? No. I turned them down. It doesn't. It didn't fit me. It's not. It's not a campaign for me. Mm. But like, that goes back to the brand. Why are you reaching out to me about that? Mm. You know, why are you? Why do you want me? What and do shout I? Shout out to you for turning it down because you could have mm. easily been seen as a culture vulture and anything that those little lame terms. And it's just like you know who you are. But it doesn't. It doesn't fit me. But there. there mm-hmm. At the end of the day, too, there are people too mm. that like will go for that because either it pays or it will give them some level of clout or whatever. And like. That's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm doing it. I'm here for mental. My main purpose is mental health and sneakers. Like I want to combine that that together. Together. I love it. So integrity. I think move that's integrity. Move, move with integrity. It says it right here. That's, don't touch <laughs> like, my head. People don't know that. Like that's the first time. Like no. Like people don't know that. But like no, it's true. Like there's campaign. Like people reach out to me and like if it doesn't fit fit me, I won't do it. Will you be with me? Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I think honestly, it really broke my heart a little bit for you for you to say that you didn't feel confident about yourself in certain ways because I looked at your profile once and I was just like, "We can't be turned off again." No, No, we're on again. Okay, hold on. We hear you. Stop touching you. Yeah, we hear you. Okay, stop. What are you punching for? I can't hear anything. You hear it now? Testing, testing. We can hear you though, so keep speaking. Okay, cool. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, yeah. But no, I looked at your profile the one time and I was just like, this girl is freaking dope. Like, I've never seen anybody with style like you. And again, I'm not even a big sneakerhead. I pride myself on beating me to wear heels all day. But as I get older, I'm just like, sneakers are my friend. <laughs> put my sneakers on so it's just that I really it bothers me when I hear great women and dope women don't feel as confident as they should be when I look yeah. at your shit and just like you should have all the confidence in the world and yeah, no I mean he knows <laughs> you know Colin like, but you know I, I, I go back to the, the, the whole thing about the WNBA and NBA it's one of those I think it's something that America kind of places on women and men that whole thing because it's just like you women want equal, equal, equal rights, then get on the front line. You know, we've heard that many times mm-hmm. before in political conversation. And just mm-hmm. like, women want this, women want... We want equality, but will we do the same things as men do when it comes mm-hmm. to dirty jobs? Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised. There are a lot of women construction workers out there. Mm-hmm. Of course. I can't do it because I'm not I'm not mm. built like that. I am. Mm-hmm. My mom will say it to you, "I'm weak. Uh, <laughs> I'm not moving the couch." Yeah. That lady asked me to move. She'll tell me, "Look at her." I'm not moving this couch. You better call a professional. Like mm-hmm. my back will give out. I don't think so. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but I think it's a thing. I see it especially like in the influencer world of like, just like feeling like you have to look a certain way to get these opportunities. Yeah. And unfortunately, at times, it's true. Like, you... I don't that know. Sucks. That I really just sucks. think brands are in a weird transitional period of that. Like, they're at the point where, like, it, like, like the influencer marketing has changed. It's changing. Mm-hmm. Every day, right? I right. blame social media. Day. Yeah, really and, do. like, a lot... So, I blame social media and just the way people's minds are set up. But even mm-hmm. now, like, mm-hmm. I see friends of mine that, like, are very low-key about having boyfriends, you know, on social media. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of my friends just tweeted the other day, she's like, oh, I just posted a photo of my, like, boyfriend. I only lost 10 followers. 
but it's like that's crazy like you're scared to post your significant other because you're scared that you're going to lose followers because guys won't be into you if they if you publicly say that you have a boyfriend Mm. you know people were guys did that that too (laughs) i I remember it's so crazy how that even works because i remember like I've posted, like, I think on Valentine's Day one time, I posted something mm. um, about my girlfriend. Cool. And I Photos. swear to you, my female following has never been the same. Wow. After wow. that one post. My, broke a lot of hearts that day, CR. Po- I must have. Yeah. Is that a good excuse to use with your partner? But like, yo, I that's can't That's not a good excuse. That's what we're discussing. I can't, I can't <laughs> post you because I'm going to lose followers. No, that's And I'm going to potentially lose out on oh, sponsors and money. It. I'm not a fan of posting who I'm dealing with because I don't want nobody in my business. Right. And I'm going like, to protect And that's where I eventually got to. I respect yeah. that. That's eventually where I got to. That's why I don't have her anywhere on my Instagram. Yeah, but got, I think the difference is worrying about losing followers as a result yeah. of yeah, that's, that's a little bit yeah. yeah I ain't got no followers so I really don't do you, care about don't my followers shit, yeah. like, we gonna get you some followers no do you guys have personal websites do you have like portfolio websites personal sites to like talk about yourself no. I have a Twitter <laughs> I do have, I have make a, a website <laughs> man make a website it's really? more it's way more important way more valuable than Instagram let me ask why though like what's I feel like Instagram is the new business card. It's the new no, resume. It's not the new business card. But can I explain? It's been a, a business card. Can I explain card. why though? Like social I, media. No, I, it's the new business card for certain jobs because if you want to do yes. like <clears throat> certain hosting jobs or pro, like photography jobs, they always want to mm-hmm. see some work. So either if you don't have a website, sometimes your your social media is your your point of reference when it comes to your work. Or if you're a model, you want to be a hostess. Mm-hmm. How you look and everything, and what mm-hmm. your following is like. But for a podcast, and Instagram is a perfect, um, I guess, yeah, leeway for to, a podcast. Sure, but for a photographer, you you find benefit in having a or, website. I mean, just like the if you can brand yourself differently than anybody else, mm-hmm. right? It's like you guys can make a website. You can brand yourself differently. You can have another voice. From the website, that's true. It's a whole other network. It just speaks different. And there's different I tools. About you it. Can it, use. it makes people feel different ways. Like Behind like with me, stuff, like looking yeah. at different like photographers' websites, I feel a different way than looking at their Instagram. Yeah, because yeah. it's the same format as far as the feed. But when you go to a website, there's more creativity. It's more personal. It's more in depth. Yeah, because there's a few photographers that I've met along my journey, mm-hmm. and I looked at their websites, and I would say their websites is really awesome. It was yeah, fire. like damn, like yeah. the the photos are better quality. It's mm-hmm. like you can you just brand yourself. It's the wow factor. I, I agree with you 100%. That's why I have a website. So do you, like, do you reach out for collaborations and people to check out your shit? Or do you, they reach out to you? They reach out to me. I don't do much. I don't do much. I, I shoot for hobby. Hobby? But like, yeah, I'm a hobby. Because I've seen you like festivals guy. and shit. And I'm just like. That's just hobby. That's just you. You bought that. the ticket to the festival Dude, and you it's win. like for GovBall. Sorry, GovBall. Like, some people had like a photo pass to the pit. Mm-hmm. I, I I I I took a photo of one of their photo passes. I went to like a UPS store and I made a fake sticker and I put it on my chest. And it worked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's a con. <laughs> I thought yeah. Haitians are really the scammers. No. Like, I freaking love the scammers. We are scammers. Yeah. Oh God. Wait. So. I Do you? <laughs> that was awesome. I feel like okay. The iPhone 11 just came out. The camera is really good. I'm about to get it next week. Jesus. Do you not hate on, but like I look, hate look it. down on people who identify as a photographer who people use just an iPhone as opposed to a camera? No. Or do you accept them into your community? I accept every yeah. I accept and I feel everybody. like that, dude. Some people have the 
dopest setups with photos, but they take shit photos. And I was just about to say that because because yeah. I'm also into photography mm -hmm. as a hobby. Like I I really am like talented at catching the right angles. Yeah. And that's what matters more than what camera you use. Yes. The lighting and the angles mean so much more than the actual yeah. camera. Stop focusing on like specs of cameras. Like focus on composition and framing yes. and storytelling. And substance. Again. And even setting up your model. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's where the creativity is. That's I agree it. with that but I still it still does bother me a little bit when you do have iPhone um, photographers and I get stuff it like though. That. I get it. I'm an iPhone person. I've taken some great photos on my iPhone. But I get it. I'm prideful. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. Yeah. Yeah. I took All one the other day. I'm very proud of them. Yeah. And it's crazy. I was going to bring All my camera today only my because I was going to bring the back my cameras in because I was just so lazy to switch my purse up. But then I got, <laughs> you know, lazy. Let me just bring something small because I ain't got no time today. <laughs> but um, yeah, it does kind of bother me, especially when I first started out taking pictures with my camera. That I would see so many people hit me up like, oh my God, did you see the pictures I took with my camera phone? I'm just like, bitch, go the fuck away. Bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can, I, can I just find like, like, Liz, like, Liz, like you sold out a sneaker faster than anyone else with Cultivator. Colin, you take dope photos. You have a following. People who fucking, fucking send you comments. We don't know what language that is. Mm. How do you guys stay grounded? Is it each other? Do you keep each other grounded? Is it friends? Is it family? Is it like how do you guys stay like how do you not get into that mode where you're like, yo, I'm fucking popping. I'm on. People <laughs> people look at me for how do you stay humble? Concert. Yeah, I'm not that's like, thank you, Coco. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm trash. I think I'm trash. What? I don't. Most artists think they are. Yeah. Like, some well, that's the thing. I don't oh, know, I man. Fucking creativity and artistry. You know, trash trash is a really strong word. Grass I think so you're fucking dope. Grass is, like, thank you. But grass is always greener. It's like, I, I don't know, you. man. Oh, wait, it's you like, said grass or trash? I heard grass. trash. No, okay. no, grass okay, is always greener. It's the like, feedback in my headphones. I was going to ask you your ring. Like, you're so harsh on yourself. Like, honestly, no, for I heard trash. I don't know. So when you hear him talk like that, do you do you always correct him? I try. Sometimes, not always. No. But like, I try. Yeah, sure. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, sure. Definitely no. do. No, no, no. Like she, she's like, you're amazing. You're awesome. You know, she gives me like all the positivity. But I kind of want her to be like, yeah, you can do more. You can go into like this different thing, which I she does. No, before. no, she does. She does so because like I, I talk about like shooting video. And she's like, "Yo, like you can be better than so and so." You seem like you, you just gotta do it. Like get rough and stuff with her little bun puff on. on yeah, your <laughs> yeah. Give me a kick in the ass. Like, yeah. you're like I guess for like, me, I'm just more like of like the like motivator. The I'm yeah. not gonna be like I'm gonna be like, all right. If you like, instead of me being like, oh no, you're not. You're fine. Like, if you think that about yourself, like at the end of the day, like you yeah. think that about yourself, and it's really gonna it's gonna be hard to change. Mm -hmm. So rather than me being like, oh no, you're not. Like, okay, so if you feel that way, then go out and do something and about it. Like, go out and fucking. That's Change that. it. But on the flip side, do you expect that from him? Yeah. Yeah? Sometimes. She doesn't need that, though. Which side of the Gemini side, Gemini side is, is looking for that? Is it, is it like, <laughs> come on side now. Like, like, no, like, yeah. I don't know. I think, <laughs> like, I, honestly, though, for me, like, my friends, my family, and my job especially keeps me mm. grounded. Like, I, like, you know, with working in foster care, like, I hear some terrible things that, like, you can't even make these stories up. And, like, I go to work every day and it's just like, damn, like, I have a really good, like, I have mm -hmm. a great life that, like, some of these kids are, like, half the the age I am and, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just set up for failure because they just don't have, not set up for failure, but they're set up for, like, 
to you get to where right. I am. The way the foster care system is set up sometimes. Like, it's the kids do feel like they're set up for failure before they can like, have success. It's like, damn, like, you wow. know what I mean? It's not even their fault, you know? Mm. They're put in these situations, and it's like, even to get to college, like, you know, you have case planners that have caseloads of 100 and plus people, right? And say, like, 20 of them are college age. They're mm-hmm. applying for college, right? And like, and you really need to help them apply for college because the reality is some of these foster parents don't help them. Some of these foster parents do it for the money. money. And it's yep. not, you know, I hear stories from my clients of like, oh, my foster parent went out and bought a big screen TV today and a lobster dinner for herself, but she won't get me clothes or a backpack or a laptop That's for whack. school right. or college, yeah. you know? That's and it's whack. like, you're, this is a, a job and it sucks and it breaks my heart. So like for me, what I do is like I advocate as much as I possibly can for them. I reach out to people that I can. Mm-hmm. I try to use the connections with brands that I can to like get sneakers or whatever. If I get seated shoes that like I don't like or don't, I don't want, like I'll bring them in give them to the kids. Like it's just like, it's real sucky. damn, like it's real it sucks thing. for these kids. And it's like, you're, some of these kids are so brilliant like you can go to some great schools but because of the process to apply and no one wants to sit with you and help you through that you go to schools that like are like not beneath you but like you could be into a better school you could have a better future if you go to some other school but like Mm -hmm. you're settling for like schools because if so-and-so doesn't want to help you so they take the easy route and and like at 16 17 18 you don't know how to apply for school you You don't know how to navigate the system you're already in foster care which is confusing as hell enough like you have a lawyer a case planner a health homes worker a therapist uh, a doc a psychiatrist a nurse like that's just within our agency plus like every all the outside shit you have like and i only know because my mom is a foster um she's a foster parent so i've been around foster kids all my life Mm. and yeah a foster parent currently? Yeah, she still does my it. Like, we have a little boy in the house mm-hmm. now, and he cursed me out so bad last night. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what agency? What she's <clears throat> she's with Heartshare. Okay. Nah, and you know, I come from a foster agency. Just to be a little transparent, I am adopted um, child, but my grandmother. I was like, you know, for my grandmother to adopt me, and I came from grandmother's agency like mm-hmm. back in the eighties. But um, the little boy we have now, I love him dearly. He's such a great, I call him plumber for short, because he's shaped like a little plumber. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's always walking around showing me plumber booty. <laughs> but I, you know, yesterday was the day from school, so we did homework in the morning. Mm-hmm. He had his breakfast, lunch. I gave him his tablet, his PBS Kids tablet. I said, rock with this till 7 p.m. <laughs> at 7 p.m., I'm coming to collect it. And then you got to go to bed at 8 o'clock because you wake up every morning and tell me I'm so sleepy. I don't want to get on the bus. Mm-hmm. 7 p.m. came. I said, let me get the tablet. Oh, my God. Helena, just let me. I want to play with this at 8 o'clock. Fuck you. I was just like, oh, you know what? <laughs> but then I told my mother, so, you know, this is good because. A few, um, two months ago, it was go suck a massive dick, Helena. Uh, <laughs> last night, all I got was fuck you. So I said, you know what? I can rock with this. <laughs> Give me the yeah. tablet. I see you in the morning, kid. Now you now you go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not 8 o'clock. But it's just like, within his situation, I can't get upset because this is how he acts out because mm-hmm. this is all he knows. He's mm-hmm. angry. And he dead has told me, Helena, I can't help myself. Once these things get in my head, I don't know what to do. He's seven. Mm-hmm. And he knows, and he's aware. Yeah. And he tells me once they get into, my, I, I just be sitting and looking at him. I'm just like, am I dealing with a Damien baby? Like I don't know how to mm. approach this sometimes mm. because he even suffers from night terrors. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. Was that like a what is that like a intense nightmare? Yeah, and then like you know, I will come in the house that night and I'll hear him in his room like just screaming and and I do comfort him. I try to come back, you know, put him back to sleep, but it's a lot. And mm-hmm. again, yeah, this is maybe why I do not want to have kids because I've been raising kids all my life. Mm-hmm. Without knowing I've been raising kids all my life. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and mm-hmm. a lot of the foster kids my mother had, she adopted them all. But wow. I'm telling her now, I'm like, you're 72. We're not adopting no more, yeah. more babies. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it because if you go today, I can't be responsible for this yeah. child. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sitting here telling her today, I'm just like, you know what, Ma, I need you to stay alive because I don't want them, I don't want this baby to go back into the foster care system. Yeah. Mm. But I'm also not ready to step up and give niggas drug tests. She used to give drug tests? I, I'm sure she do because yeah. it's to the point where I I ain't gonna put believe that because I'm not giving nobody no nothing. Yeah, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Like don't investigate. No, it's me. a lot, yeah, it's and, a lot. And, and just being involved in the system itself is like you know even to go to a doctor, it's like a whole process. You know, it's like a whole process. You gotta wait you for them to get approved them. for doctors' yeah. dentist appointments. You they gotta approve the doctors. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff that you have to you do can't. if you can come to these kids. You can't even take them to a certain place without getting permission, really? especially if their parents are involved. And in his case, mm. he gets a visit. Yeah. Every other Thursday. Are they supervised? They are yeah. supervised visits. Yes. No, but it's like it's a lot. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot. And, and the like, courts be fucking shit up. Oh yeah. And I don't understand that because I have a best friend who was a foster parent because he was looking to adopt his baby girl. He's a gay male, and um, the judge gave him such a hard time to adopt this baby he had from when she was born. The mother was a drug abuser. Yep. She did not want the child whatsoever. Her mother said she didn't want the child. And the court was trying to find every cousin, auntie, uncle to take the baby mm-hmm. instead of letting this man who wanted to love this baby and give her yep. love and give her a home. They It took yep. him what, till she was like maybe one, Kim? Maybe yeah. one and a half, two, for him to adopt. That's yeah. so crazy. And they even exhausted. They went to a family member in the South. Yep. Yep. Who never even met this child. But yep. they wanted the, that cousin, the cousin, the third cousin from the father's side who wasn't even the father. I believe is, it. Is the reason wow. why they do that is because they don't want it to be a situation where the foster parent comes in, you know, and then adopts the child. And then you have a far-flung relative that comes out of the woodwork later on saying yeah. that I want this child. Like, what happened? Why didn't anybody contact me? I mean, I think me? it's both. I think they want, they, they, it's that, but they also just want the child to go to family because yeah. in people's eyes, family is the best thing for the child. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of times, family is not, not the, best. the best. It's not always the no. best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all the goal is always to go to family and to be with family is the first goal. That's, that's so interesting. And it takes a while to terminate the rights of a mm. birth parent. And the, the funny thing is the mother was trying to terminate her rights, and she was um, mm-hmm. saying, let me terminate my rights. But the agreement was I think he has to send a picture every, two, um, every year. That's mm. it. Mm-hmm. That's all she wanted. Mm. Because she knew who, he, who, the, who she was going to was a great person. So once you know your child's going to somebody great, it shouldn't really be an issue. But again, it's not sometimes it's not mm. the parents, it's the courts and the yeah. agency. They mm. will exhaust every avenue mm. before they And the courts too, like the judges, like you know, they they see it like it's very like white or black. They don't see like the clinical thinking behind a lot of things. Even like my first job out of grad school, like I was working with juvenile adolescents in a in a program so like in new york if you get arrested at 16 you can be tried as an adult and a lot of these kids were going to rikers and pleading guilty and because they were under 18 like they were kind of like essentially giving a slap on the wrist where they had to complete so so many programs to get out of it and it sucked because like a lot of these kids probably were innocent 
in the But situation. they have records now. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah. And so, like, if you complete these programs successfully, your records are sealed, whatever. So, like, my job was then to be referred to some of these families and do family therapy in, mm. in their homes. And, you know, it just – it was a lot. And it was just, you know – it's like it's a system issue, and it's like the like I had a client. I'll never forget this client, but like there was so much going on, like some child abuse when he was little, and then he got older. His his mom, it was him and his mom in the home, and dad was homeless, living on the street somewhere. And whenever he would get in trouble, mom would call dad, and dad would just show up to the house and like beat the shit out of him. And so we, he had a lot of anger issues because he was hostile against mom. Like she beat him when he was little and now he's like 18 years old and he's like bigger than mom. He can take her. And so like, it was kind of like this, like back and forth. Whenever they get into an argument, he was like ready to go and like fight. And then he was also like affiliated with some with a gang in the area and like all this shit was going on and like they also kind of the gang threatened him at one point and was like if you don't join like we're gonna come after your mom and your sister so he was kind of like forced into it and so it was like whatever but then we were working on therapy like relationship stuff with like him and mom and like all right when you get when you get heated instead of like yelling at mom like at the end of the day it's your mom you have to respect her you're gonna just take five minutes walk away one day him and mom got into an argument dad comes she calls dad dad comes over he tries the school skill. Like, he practiced what we were working on in therapy. He's like, I got to go, go outside. I got to take five minutes. He walks outside to the stairwell just to, like, calm himself down. Dad follows him with a knife and stabs him oh my in God, the stomach. God. Yeah. And it, it broke my fucking heart. Like, I had to go to the hospital and, like, see him. Mm-hmm. He had surgery. And this, that trauma of his own father, like, stabbing him, like, he went into a psychosis. Of like, course. he was... He was convinced that the cops or like the doctors implanted a cell phone into him, and he was very like he was. It was like night and day. I get wow. it. Like this kid, and it, it broke my heart. And like then have he also had this open court case throughout this whole process. So like going to court and explaining like, yo, like he's psychotic right now. He's not going to show up for court hearings. He's he's still testing positive for marijuana. Like at the end of the day, like you know, like weed is probably the least. Of this kid's worries, worries yeah. right now. Like, yeah. so if he's, te- yes, it's illegal and he's testing positive, but like, when you look at the whole overall thing, like, it could be you know, way worse with, like, yeah. And it was just a lot. It was heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. And like, I still look at this kid's Facebook every day, like, to make sure he's good and like, things ain't so far so good. But like, damn, it was just, it was a heavy case. When you like deal with shit like that, like on a personal level, like, how do you keep going? Like, do you, do, like, do you move with, like, that, like, your head held high, like, confidence, like, you can help, like, possibly help? Or do you want to, you make that? No. Do you um <laughs> want to just say, like, fuck it? Like, I, I can't say this too much no, for me. Like, no, like, I definitely want to help. I want to make a difference. And, like, I guess for me, like, that's when I, and I don't know if this is ethically right in social work, like, Probably not, but, like, this is when I come in and I'm like, all right, like, real talk, like, if you don't shape up right now, like, this is what's going to f- happen. But they need that. They need like, that. I'm they, not they need gonna that realness. Honestly, like, they need that realness. Look, they, like, they need that. And I know we're trained to go in and be like, okay, like, I understand. And no, you, fuck you know, that. this, this, and this. Tell and, me like, the real shit. I get it, but, like, there's Sometimes sessions where I them. have to go in and be like, look, like, I'm talking to you right now as if I was a friend or a family member. And, like, if you keep doing this, this is where you're going to end up. And that. I care about you, and I don't want that to happen to you. So, like, I'm talking to you like a human being right now, not as your therapist, but, like, 
you need to get it together and I don't know what we can figure out but we need to figure something out and that's kind of like what I have to do it sometimes and it it sucks but like I think at the end of the day like it's like people necessary. respect me for it like yeah. but like I, I we need more that. people like that because, no seriously because yeah. my mom has always told me to get into that work but again I can't do it because it's I'm heavy. It's, it's, it's heavy okay. it is heavy it's a lot to bear no, yeah. Wrap up. Yes, wrap up time. Wrap but yes, up. it's definitely a lot to bear, and it's just it's it's a lot. So I respect you for everything that you do and that you give to these foster kids because they really do need that because these kids need a lot of love. It's more it's 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 not enough to just to tell them you care. You really have to give them tough love and show them, and it's unfortunate because they will bring you through the ringer just so they can know you care about them. We really have to like wrap up. Yes. That fuck. Yeah, okay, so we have. Okay, we so we're gonna we're gonna wrap two. up. We He's drunk. I don't give a fuck. I'll pay. I'll pay. Yeah. Okay. Guys, we have to wrap Jeff up. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. We have two segments. One segment that was. Listen to me. We have two segments. That one segment that was introduced last week by. Young banana pudding, right here, Laney. Hey, b- hey, bitch, hey, hey, bitch, hey, hey, bitch, hey, right? Is that is that our new hey, segment? Bitch, hey. hey, bitch, hey, hey, bitch, hey, hey, bitch, hey is a segment where you just say something that was, but it's like um, say something real. It's like a what's that show, Family Guy? What grinds my gears? Yeah, what mm. grinds my fucking gears? Hey, bitch, hey, so like, hey, mm. bitch, hey. This Cover your fucking movie. mouth when you cough, sneeze, or yawn. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. I definitely You're do. fucking Dude, disgusting if you don't do otherwise. Five okay? people coughed in my mouth on the subway last week. Oh, Yo, no. I work with you motherfuckers, okay? I won't say your names publicly, but you're fucking disgusting, <laughs> yeah. and you're making me fucking get anxiety. You're making me fucking feel not safe and not... Comfortable at my job. Yeah. Cover your fucking mouth yeah. when you cough, yeah. sneeze, yeah. or yawn. Yeah. Hey, bitch, hey. Yeah, Sean. Anybody else got one? I got one. Because I got a don't sleep to follow up that shit. I got one. You I'm, got one? I'm a, I'm a fucking Lyft driver uh, during the day. Like, right? going, Mike, I got you. I got you. I swear. Cut it, Mike. No, don't cut it. Cut we got to cut it now? Mike. Fuck. Everybody, I, listen, it's Gotham. I'm not trying to... Edit, Mike. This shit is so edit. annoying. <laughs> All right, so if you Thank enjoy... Thank you so much. Fuck. Uh, if you Shout enjoy, out to Liz and Shout Colin. out to Liz and We can Yo. do another one. Can I do love you. One. You come back. Will you charge me next time? Please no. don't no. I'm uh, broke. Shut up. Told you if you enjoyed this podcast, wherever you're listening at, please leave a rating system. Um, <laughs> YouTube, please leave a like. If you're interested in coming on the show as a guest... Uh, don't send me your music, but please email us at introvertedpod at yahoo.com. Uh, live mixtapes. We have two live yeah, shows coming. Send in your mixtapes. Don't hey, do that. Hey. We have two live podcasts coming up November 16th at 39 West 30th. Got, uh, 30th right? Street, brother. Yeah. I'm fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 39 West 38th Street. Uh, Sweet 10W, oh, Gotham right. Podcast Studio. We have a live show coming up at Gotham Bar- Podcast Studio. Mike, I'm sorry. Um, and December 11th, um, I don't have the actual address in front of me. but uh, it's December the- 11th at the Well in Brooklyn, guys. Thank you, Coco. Uh, we have a live podcast coming up there as well with Off the Strength. And uh, the event Bryce will be coming out very soon for that, probably within the next Yeah, on event Bryce. Go look that up. Um, God, I'm so drunk. Um, yeah. That happened, but it's Cinderella. so easily, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so easily, <laughs> Cinderella drops tomorrow for everybody who follows me. Yeah, it'll be on all major streaming platforms. Woo-hoo. Cinderella featuring K Rock the Illis and that's my nigga. CR908. Make sure you download it. That's all I got. And say. uh, if you're interested in coming on the show as a guest, yeah, again, don't send us your music. Email us at introvertedpotty.yahoo.com. And thank potty. you so much for listening. What do you say, potty?
Pod. Pod. I'm I'm drunk. Um, Mike, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm, I'm not that sorry. Oh my god. I'm honestly not. I'm honestly not sorry. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Bye. I'm not sorry. God damn it. Thank you so much for listening.